Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 79, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're talking about episode 614 today, The Candidate, the Jack and Locke-centric episode. Uh, That was uh, pretty much the (laughs) most action-packed of the season, right? Wow, yeah. I thought last week uh had a lot of action started the finale but uh yeah this was really really uh nonstop and uh moving from here to there and gunfights and mm-hmm. you know a lot of intensity uh and definitely still again felt like part of a finale episode you know, there's nothing like a lost finale, you know. There's nothing like these <laughs> these people on some sort of vessel thinking it's their way off the island, yes. you know, someone's <laughs> trying to stop them or someone's about to die and of course there's guns and of course yep. there's plans and of course there's, you know, secret plans. Yep. Um but no, this was a this was a such a such a crazy episode. You know, we we just finished recording our our season six retrospective. You know, a couple days ago. Yeah. The day this this episode aired, um, and you know, there's a lot of stuff we talked about. Um, you know, and theorized about what was going to happen next. But one of the things I didn't really expect was how quickly uh, they got to the plane. You know, yeah. once they joined Locke's camp, boom. The next day they head to the plane. I yeah. I, I guess I feel like they're. I felt like they were going to stall more or something. Me too. Some, some other drama, but it. Uh, yeah. They went. They went straight there. They went straight to the Hydra Island. You know, I mean, obviously Sawyer and that, that group were already there. The stuff they did in this episode, I thought was going to be the finale. Mm-hmm. Like I just again, I just I can't predict what they're going to do. Like this, this stuff's over now. So now what? Like I, I really, I really don't exactly know. Where where the story's going anymore? And I didn't before, and I still don't. I, well, I feel like the just generally, I think you know, it's just going to be, you know, it's not going to be about them trying to get off the island. But it'll be whatever the last big big question of the island is will be the yeah. end. And then what what does Jack or or whoever else is alive do in the end to to either stop or not stop Locke? Right. Right. Yeah, no, I can see that, but I just, there was a clear, you know, we're going to go over there, we're going to mm-hmm. get on the plane, and we're going to leave the island together. Like, that was the stated goal for a long time, and, uh, mm-hmm. like, that's just gone now. Yeah. It's it's beyond that. Locke's group is over with, like, they're just, they're just, I guess they got blowed up and they scattered, and I don't even know what the point of that was, but, uh. Uh, it's not even about that anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, they didn't blow up the plane, so I'm curious if, if the plane will somehow come back, back to the plane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said before, I really I really have no hope that that, that that plane, that they really would try to fly the plane. You know, the big thing for me is the windshields are broken, and I just don't see how you can attempt to fly a plane with no front... Uh, windshields in the in the cockpit um so i just i just i don't think the plane is going to fly but the fact that it didn't blow up means it's uh it's still in play <laughs> true you know? true um 
But it overall, is. I thought it was a, a you know a kick-ass episode. There was there was so much going on, and so you know so many deaths and oh and man, you know it's just it, it, crazy. It was, it, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. This is we don't ever get in a non-finale episode. We don't get this many deaths normally. No. Main characters too, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, original characters. Yeah, you know. original from the pilot characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I, as soon as I watch this, I immediately wanted to take back that little thing I had about how. You know, so we'll be back to see Gion soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's only going to be gone a week, right? <sighs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not. Man. I was a little surprised. I I was really thinking Sun was going to make Jin leave so he could go raise Gion and. Yeah. Uh, but he couldn't. Leave, he just couldn't leave her. He just. It just. You know. I, and I gotta say, they, you know, the writers were. It was so harsh to get Sun and Jin back together I after know. all this time. The very next episode, de- not only split up, but they're dead. You yeah. Know? Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just thought that was yeah. so, you know, that was so hardcore of just like, nope, you guys die now. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I was really hoping they would end up being, uh, being Adam and Eve. Some, oh. some crazy way. I was hoping, uh, hoping it was them, and they could, you know, they could have their, uh, you know, Jin could keep his promise of never leaving her again. Uh, um, that way. I see. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, they got their reunion scene. They got one short scene in this episode, and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're just dead. I almost feel like that scene in the cages was. You know, now that I look at it, it seems like that's a clue that, okay, they're not, you know, they spend a scene with them just, them talking. Yeah. You know, about not anything important plot-wise, and it's like, maybe that's a sign they're about to check out. Yeah. I didn't take it as that at the time. And, you know, this episode is the first one where it really, I would just say, I don't know, it, it got real that this is the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, they really can just kill a bunch of main characters, and the story is going to go to a final place, and I can't just count on what I could in the past, that the show will go on, you know, for the most part, the characters will still be around. Mm-hmm. You know, that that was usually a, you know, pretty reliable thing, and, uh, you know, this is just this is just episode 14. There's, there's plenty more that's going to happen. And yeah. I think you saw uh, that they they actually extended the finale episode by 30 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's going to be even more uh, stuff in the finale. Uh, That's the 30 minutes where Sun and Jin come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know. That's that's good, but. Um, uh, but there's plenty of story time, and you know we've already got this, and I just I don't know I, it's it's uh it's getting kind of crazy to watch like uh, the characters that I've you know lived with for so long are just coming to their end, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's just uh this it, it I knew we were in the last season by some of the earlier stuff that happened, but I think you know. A drastic move like this really, uh, you know, put it in my face. <laughs> That's a great expression. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, and I got to say, you know, Saeed, you know, we talked about uh, Saeed redeeming himself, and, uh, you know, I figured he did some sort of redemption by the end of this. Yeah. And uh, he, he, you know, tries to commit a selfless act at the end, and, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully it's enough for him not to get trapped on the island like Michael. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He did something sort of similar to what Michael did. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but it was nice that they they got him, you know, one last one last round of Saeed analyzing a bomb and oh, it was great, it was great. <laughs> it's like classic Saeed stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah, it was good to see that, and and they definitely gave him the, you know, Darth Vader style death uh, that they kind of foreshadowed, I think. Uh, yeah, with Hurley by having him, uh, you know, we didn't really know. We didn't really know exactly where he stood, but we find out, yes, you know, he didn't kill Desmond, and um, and then, you know, he uh, he takes the bomb, and and, uh, and and that was pretty satisfying to me. I, I I'm 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 okay with that. Mhm. It, it, yeah, it's it, it's such a you know I think the worst part of this episode, really the worst the worst part of that whole sequence was just was Sawyer. You know, I think Sawyer was the most disappointing aspect of that whole thing, especially considering Jack, you know, uh, Jack basically playing the lock role, the John Locke role of saying, let's yeah. have faith, you, you have to believe me, you have to trust me, and, and Sawyer playing the Jack role, being yeah. a skeptic and saying, well, I don't, sorry. And, yeah. uh, and then basically, you know, sort of getting everyone killed, you know. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, the people who died kill, uh, you know. Uh, and it's, you know, now he's going to get a sense of what Jack feels like. Yeah. Um, you know, having the responsibility of people dying because of your, you know, your, uh, your, your, in, your you know, his, his inability to just think about it for a second. And that's the thing. That's what he, he always complained about with Jack, was Jack was very reactionary. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really tough that Sawyer really was the catalyst for all that yeah, stuff happening. Yeah. Considering he's been the, you know, he's been the guy leading the charge yeah. for a long time. Uh, the, the, yeah, the fact that he's the one who kind of gets them killed is, is pretty, pretty, pretty disappointing. Um, and I also got to say, it must have been weird for Jen to be back on another sea vessel with a bomb on it. Oh, yeah. You know, another <laughs> vessel with C4 on it. You know, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. You know, he survived one of those, and, you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to survive the second one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got He got lucky in the previous one. Yeah. He was on the surface and but uh yeah, yeah, no, that that's uh I guess that is a classic lost thing now, just you know, being on some kind of vessel and having having a bomb. Mhm. That's just that's just one of the things they do. Yeah, totally. So, um anyway, I mean in terms of a rating, I mean, jeez. <laughs> you know, yeah, good, you know, it's as good as I can probably rate an episode. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree. It was, it was hard. It's hard to watch in a way because it's, you know, it's very exciting, but it's just, it's so, uh, 
it's just so final. I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to get because I know it's going to get worse than this. Mm-hmm. As far as being, you know, having this finality, but uh, I guess they're easing us into it or something. Uh, still, though, yeah, it was just it was it was. I liked a lot of parts of it, and and it was very good. But still, it was just there's something hard to watch about it. Mm-hmm. So all the characters, you know, I mean, besides the deaths, like all the characters were just suffering. Like it was, you know, even the flash sideways was just really sad, and it, so it was just, I don't know. There, was a, it was a, it was a very depressing episode. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty depressing. But, but um, I, I definitely would have to rate it highly because I think it was very good. You know. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you want to get into the episode? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. All right, the candidates. First scene. Uh, We're flashed sideways. Uh, Jack wakes John up post-surgery. John recognizes Jack and and Jack tells him they were both on flight 815 and reminds him they met at the baggage claim office. Jack tells John he was hit by a car, his dural sac ruptured, but Jack repaired it. Jack thinks John is a candidate for a surgery that could fix his initial injury and possibly even allow him to walk again. John declines the offer. Then a frantic Helen enters and sees John and then thanks Jack for saving John's life. So, quick first scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we find out that uh, Jack Jack didn't completely... Uh, fix lock. He just kind of repaired mm-hmm. the injury from Desmond, I guess, hitting him. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought he would go all the way with it, but then the I episode, figured once you're in there, why not do the whole job? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. Uh, yeah. But then the whole episode was about Locke refusing the the surgery, so mm-hmm. they couldn't have him do that if they wanted that to be the plot. Um, yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah, so, but he still, he wants to do it. This, this is, I don't know what to make of the Flash Sideways story. Uh, uh, it definitely works, but it feels like it belonged earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because it, you know, there isn't, isn't very much, I mean, no one has the, the awakening or anything. I mean, there's definitely references, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, no one really realizes about the connections. It's just it's just a very, you know, centered on, on the characters and um you know what they're what they're going through. Uh Jack wants to Jack wants to fix things, can't let things go. Uh, you know, learning about how Locke got in the wheelchair. Uh Jack and Claire make some kind of connection, you know, but it's just very you know, I just can't see. I mean, we're getting to the end of that story, and I just can't see where this is supposed to fit in. Yeah, well, you know, one thing I'd say is that there wasn't a lot of, in terms of characters realizing the other side, but there was a little bit more about characters realizing the 815 connection uh, and people just being like, okay, well, this is weird. I mean, Jack has met, what, four or five people now who are on that flight? Yeah. Uh, you know, something's up. Uh, but I, you know what I think they're doing with 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 John and his and his getting the use of his legs back. 
I think they're trying to do a, a sort of a book book ending quality of that, and I feel like he's not going to get use of his legs back until the finale or very close to it. Just like he got use of his legs on the main timeline in the in the in the pilot. Oh. So I think they're slow, I think they're slow playing that for the for the symmetry of it. I, I, that's my thought, you know. Of, okay. Of how it's gonna play out? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went from thinking they wouldn't do it, from thinking they'll definitely do it, to they won't do it, to they're gonna do it now. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. now it's like, and now it's like, really? Like after this episode, they're gonna come back, and he's gonna do it now. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think it's I think part of it is that they're you know they're they're playing with the connection between Jack and Locke, man of science, man of faith, and this whole idea of trust and this whole idea of you know the whole I wish I wish you would believe me thing. Right. Um, and so just like in the main timeline, Locke wanted Jack to trust him and have faith in him, and now the roles are reversed where Jack wants. You know, in the flash sideways, Jack wants John to trust him. Um, but I also think that the when John gets the use of his legs back, I feel like that will be a very powerful moment that will connect him to the to the main timeline. Ah, I think that might be another reason they're saving that. That might I be see. the final, you know, the final connection or something that that might solidify the whole the whole connection between the two worlds somehow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I still don't see. I, don't, I still don't see. And then what? I mean, I guess I'm not supposed to. It's going to come at the end, but yeah. Then they fade to white, and then I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. It's hard to see. I I thought I got it, and and then and then they just kind of swerved away from what I thought they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that sounds plausible. I mean, definitely getting his legs back would be a really strong connection with the islands. And the original timeline for him, so yeah, that sounds pretty plausible to me. Um, but uh, yeah, also I think this episode uh, made me realize that. Well, I'll save that for later. Teaser, 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 <laughs> teaser alert. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I. I, I so I, I guess I guess I think Desmond hit Locke just so he would have that realization moment. Um but it does seem like it hasn't happened. Yeah, I feel like um for whatever reason it didn't have the the immediate effect Desmond thought it might have. And what it seemed to have done was just get you know, get uh Locke back into Jack's hospital. Yeah. Um, you know, which is very important in the long run, I think, but uh it didn't it didn't just sort of instantly give him, you know, a connection, uh an understanding of the connection to the other other timeline. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you want to go to the next scene? Uh, yes. We're on the island. Jack wakes up in a be- uh in a beached outrigger. Saeed, cleaning the gun, tells him they are on the Hydra Island. And scene. I'll go, I'll go to the next one. At okay. the Hydra station, Widmore attempts to put Sawyer, Kate, Hurley, Son, Jen, and Frank in, uh, into uh, everyone's favorite bear cages. 
Sawyer protests, taking the gun away from Seamus. Widmore fires a couple of shots and threatens to shoot Kate. Sawyer wants to call his bluff, but Widmore tells him he has a list of names and Kate isn't on there. Kate wants to call Widmore's bluff too, but Sawyer relents and they're all put into the cage. Widmore assures Sawyer he's doing this for their own good. Widmore tells his men to get the fence up as soon as possible since he's coming. And they're probably not talking about Santa Claus. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Although that would be surprising. Hey, that's another one. <laughs> um, yeah, so again we see Seamus not not really cut out for the work he's doing. Um Sawyer just easily disarms him. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really Whitmore that has to step in to actually uh, take control of the situation. And, uh, uh, you know, I I think he meant it. I mean, I I, I think he really uh, really is willing to shoot people if he has to. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and again, they have this little exchange with Whitmore and Sawyer, this, you know, I, I, you, you won't believe it. And Sawyer's like, you're right. I don't believe it. You know, that's, mm-hmm. he said that same thing about killing the Jerry people. And so we basically find out that, you know, he's, he's trying to protect the candidates. And, um, I conclude from that, that he very well may have killed. I mean, I already believe this, but this is just extra in terms of him killing the Jira people. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think he cares about them. I think he feels about them the way he does about Kate in this scene. You know, he doesn't care. He doesn't necessarily want them to die, but he doesn't care whether they die or not. And if they're in the way, I could see him just, you know, killing them. Totally. So it was, it was strange to see Woodmore running out there with a gun. And it it was very strange to see him shooting the gun like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, It came off a little awkward to me for some reason, but, um, yeah, I mean, I have to believe he would have killed Kate if it came down to it. Um, yeah, like you said, not that he would want to, but but it did. But if he had to, he would. Um, what list is he talking about? I wonder where. Where did he get a list of names? Oh, that's a good question. You know? Ooh. Yeah, I just took for granted that the names yeah. really seem to be the candidates. But why does he have the list? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because we've been wanting that before about you know. How does he know who to protect and all that stuff? But yeah, uh, it's strange that he he's got a list of names. Yeah, yeah, that is strange. I but mean, Jacob didn't tell him. I don't know how he knows. Yeah, I know. Like Alana had had uh, had the names from Jacob. Um, we haven't seen Jacob ever talk to Whitmore, so I really don't know uh, what to think about that. But again, he does seem to just know stuff. I mean, it, several times he's. He's uh, demonstrated that he knows stuff that happens on the show, and mm-hmm. so if they want to explain that, you know, I guess I can't think of any other way than that he has some kind of, um, you know, supernatural agent informing him, like Jacob. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else he could really know a lot of this stuff, you know, unless. When he was on the island, he went down into the cave or something and copied the names down, and uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, when was Kate's name crossed off? You know, like ah, yeah, that's the question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, uh, oh, is that not is that not this scene? Probably not. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you're right. That's not this scene. Yeah. So they got thrown in the cages. Like, oh, wow, really, mm-hmm. really. 
back yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. But they're really not in there very long at all. It's uh, no. It's a minor point. Yeah. I have to say the thing about this episode that was kind of exhausting is the number of different motives there are <laughs> at the same time. Like it just it gets kind of exhausting figuring out who's doing what and why. Yeah. You know, like I, I uh, trying to untangle it is is just kind of kind of a mess um, because because a lot of the characters, you know, they're doing things for their own reasons and they have their own sort of motivations and I mean that's always sort of true, but in this case it's just particularly complicated, I think. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Like Jack, Jack decides he's going to help. Uh, he's going to help Locke, um, but he doesn't really trust him, you know. And like Sawyer says, he trusts him, but he's lying. And you know, then there's mm-hmm. Said who's covering stuff up, but he's still going along with helping them. And you know, then there's Locke, and of course he's being deceptive and doing his own thing. And then there's Widmore, and he's got his own agenda. And it's just, it's just kind of. Uh, uh, it's just kind of really complicated. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Like, I guess I envisioned more of a two sides kind of thing, but you have a lot of individuals doing their own thing, and it's it's not that clear cut. Yeah. You know, because it's sort of like Locke's team versus Widmore's, but Locke's team are com- you know comprises the people he wants to kill for the most part. So. Yeah, the whole war thing, you know, we thought, okay, the war was, was, you could see the sides of the war, and it really didn't, it wasn't much of a war. I yeah. Mean, it was so far just some battles, but, um, yeah, it didn't, um, it wasn't a big standoff like I thought, I thought it would be somehow at some point. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Know, just, yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, I'll save it for the next Scene. Next scene. The next uh, time we come back to this. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Next scene, we flash sideways. Jack visits Doctor Nadler at a dentist's office. It's Bernard. Ah! Jack asks Bernard about John's medical history, attempting to find out about his initial injury. Bernard asks Jack why he's interested, and Jack tells him he and John were both on A15. Bernard remembers Jack from A15 and thinks Jack might be onto something. He gives Jack the name of another man who was injured with John in the same accident, Anthony Cooper. Boom. Oh. So we find out that, of course, Locke's dad, or we find out that Anthony Cooper was uh, in the same accident with, uh, with, uh, with Locke. And, of course, Anthony Cooper is Locke's dad. Right. Right. Um... And uh, and I guess presumably is still you know the guy who cons Sawyer's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I'm expecting that connection to come up at some point. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I um, Bernard is weird in this scene. Yep, he sure is. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him quite like this. I don't know. He's playing it with this. What what is it? Tell me out. What is he doing here? He's a cool customer. I don't know. He's just very. Uh, he's not. I don't know. He's just very. Um, 
I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on with Bernard in this scene. I can't put my finger on it, but it's he's definitely he's definitely a little little strange. Uh, just from what we know about Bernard. But, I mean, I guess he, he just wasn't... Uh, I mean, this is, you know, one of the few times we've seen Bernard not complaining about something or, uh, you know, um, being upset about something. Uh, and he's, he's sort of helping Jack and interested in what Jack is doing. You know, he says he says he might be on to something, you know. And, and I, I like that he says that, but I don't understand what he means because Jack comes to him and says, someone who was on a flight with us was injured in an accident, and I want to find out why. And then Bernard says, you might be on to something. I'm like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, it's like there, there might be, like, like, Jack has valid reasons for looking into Locke's initial injury because they were all on the same plane together. Like, it doesn't really add, that doesn't really, the logic isn't exactly clear cut to me there, um, you know. But but it's like I know what he means, but I just don't understand what he what he thinks he's saying. Right. Well, having him say that, I mean, I feel like that's it. It comes across like Bernard's in the know, or that he's he's in on something. Mm. Like he's he he comes across as slightly mysterious. And well, the whole the whole like you you know he he writes down Anthony Cooper's name, and then he, Jack says, "You remember that from three years ago?" And he's like, "Of course I do." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, why do you? With no explanation. It's just, of course I do. Um, Because you've got a good memory. Dentists always remember things. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Dentists never forget. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not aware of that. I just, yeah, it was inexplicable. Like, I just, I didn't really understand. And he just seemed, and again, with the you're on to something comment, um, it seems like he's, you know the fact that the fact that they're having all these connections. I I feel like that's a fundamental point of this flash sideways thing. Um, I'm probably on pretty solid ground saying that, but the, just the fact that even in the alternate universe, all the people on flight A15, and of course the even the subsidiary people who weren't on the flight, um, are all still connected. Mm-hmm. Uh. And and so somehow they somehow they're just really connected in some like general way that wasn't just the fact that they crash on a plane together. I feel like that's what they're saying. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's. I think it's. Yeah, I've been wondering about that. I don't. Uh, you know, would they be connected in any in any any timeline, any universe? I don't know. You know, I feel like. I feel like they're they're connected in the flash sideways because of their connection with with going to the island, you know, because they were people who, um, who whose lives intersected with the island at some point, um, you know, and 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 since it's not just the people who are on eight fifteen, since it was, you know it's Kimi, it's Omar, it's you know it's all of these other ancillary characters too. Um, I feel like, I, and, and since I feel like the, the Flash Sideways is predicated on the main timeline, I feel like they're really, uh, I feel like these people are, are, in the main timeline, they're connected because Jacob chose them, and in the Flash Sideways, they're connected because of their connection to the main timeline. So I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say in any set of circumstances, in any universe, in any timeline, all of these people are, would be connected by some fundamental reason. 
outside of Jacob, you know, outside of their connection to the island. I still think it's it's because of their connection to the island that they're connected. Okay. And it's just because it's just because um it's just because this timeline is seemingly a result of stuff that happened on the island that yeah. people who are connected through the island are still connected here. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can sort of buy that. It's just it's coming across I guess because we see, you know, the island underwater, we don't see anything um you know, we don't see Jacob or we don't see anything from the island seem like supernatural stuff happening. It just it's coming across like they're just destined to have their lives intersect for some reason. Yeah, but but the but it's obvious that that the reason is they're connected to the main timeline, right? I mean, all of these Charlie and Desmond and Hurley, you know, they all have these very palpable connections to, you know, uh, uh, Libby. You know, all these people have these very specific connections and memories of the of the of the main timeline, and that's what's drawing them together, right? Well, you know I guess I mean? so, but it seems like it seems like some of them, or even a, even the majority of them, are connecting without those memories. Well, they're definitely connecting without those memories, but that is what that is the connection that they all share though. You know what I mean? Right. So are are you saying there's some kind of there's some kind of force operating in this alternate universe that's still drawing them together? Even oh, though yeah. there's no oh, even yeah. though there's no island? Like the island oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some force that 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 wants them to figure out that this timeline does not is not real. Okay. You know, there's something there's something there that is bigger than their wish for this timeline to work out. You know, as much as a lot of these people have have it pretty good, um, there is some force that you know makes it where Locke goes to Jack's hospital. You know, makes it where apparently the only hospital in town is Jack's Hospital. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, things like that, where I feel like um, there is some there is some force that's driving them together. In the main timeline, you know, that was Jacob, that was the island, and I feel right. like I feel like in this timeline, the Flash Sideways, um, it's the fact that they are all connected in a previous life that uh, that is that is that is bringing these people together. You know. And, you know, the fact that they were all in A15 and it's like they, you know, it's a very specific thing you can recall, you know. Oh, I was on that plane too. Oh, okay, yeah, so was I. Oh, he was there too? Yeah. You know, like that doesn't usually happen in life. True. Uh, where people who you, you come across, you were just on the same plane with them from, you know, in, in an you know, international flight. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, and, I, I think, I, and I think they're going to realize that that the, the the connection they all share is a fifteen, and and I wouldn't be surprised if someone says says you know get gets hip to the idea, especially since you know I think Libby mentions being on an island or something like that. You know, if any of them have memories of the, of the island, and if definitely if any of them have memories of a plane crash, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get some line of like, well, hey guys, we're all on a fifteen. What you know, especially like Dan, someone like Dan could say, "Well, what if the 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 difference was we, you know, 
he, this time we made it. It landed or something. Not that he was on the plane. Well, yeah. But, but, but you know, maybe that's the difference is this time it landed. Maybe it didn't land before, guys, you know. Right. Uh, so I think that'll be that'll be something they, they, they figure out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there are those characters that, you know, that were never on the plane and still weren't on the plane mm-hmm. who who yet are still connected to the island in some way. You yeah. know, that's... I mean, I think it's... Yeah, go ahead. That seems to be the, you know, the common, the, the link they all share, um, you know, regard, but I mean, the plane, the plane still seems significant. It's just, um, it's not the only thing that links them, I guess. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, I guess uh, pretty much all the main characters were, were on the plane, um, with the exception of Ben, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even Desmond ends up on the plane this time, even though he wasn't on the plane originally. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was a weird move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, I mean, he was the one who caused the plane to crash. So mm-hmm. he was very connected to it. But, yeah. Um. And of course, you know, Ben was on the island when the plane crashed. So, yeah, I think uh, you're, you're probably right. It's just, I don't know. In, in this episode, I mean, and particularly just in general, like when, um, when, when they're not having, yeah, I guess they do keep having these echoes of the original timeline. And so that, it does seem to mean that there are connections, but it's it's just I don't know. There's just something that something that seems universal about it. I guess because the only two universes we've seen, they're connected. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe more than universal, like uh, meta universal, trans universal, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you're right. We've only seen two, and this one was probably created by the original one. So you know, yeah. It is weird though, because it's like the island. The island is exerting its influence, uh, even though the island isn't there in this in this other universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there, but it's you know underwater and presumably, you know, lacks some some of the power that it had in the original. Yeah, you know, I just don't think this timeline was meant. You know, I don't think this timeline was meant to exist, and I feel like there's some fundamental quality of it that that that. The, you know, it's it's almost like the timeline itself wants to come to an end. You know, um, like I said, I always I, I have the feeling of you know the universe or destiny or fate or something is just just decided to indulge these guys and say, okay, fine. You went to the trouble of igniting a hydrogen bomb. You know, the the physics of that. I'll, you know, it allows this other universe to uh, be created. Um, but I feel like it's just sort of indulging them, letting them have their fantasy world, letting them have their this, this second chance. Um, but it was just—it seems like it was a house of cards that was doomed to fail. You know, that was doomed to collapse at some point. You know, um, somebody was going to get injured at some point and realize, you know, something something was up. You know, all it took for some people was just to see, you know, someone else and they had memories. You know, right. so it wasn't. It, it's not like it's not like this universe was set up to really mask the truth forever. 
you know, it was very veiled. Uh, you know, Libby just saw Hurley and she had memories. You know, Dan Dan just saw uh, Charlotte and he knew he loved her. And then that night he, he, he you know, he, he wakes up and writes writes down, you know, quantum mechanical equations. So right. it just, the, the veil between the two worlds was pretty thin. And I feel like it's... Um, you know, I felt like it was just doomed. It was doomed not to. Uh, it was doomed to fail, and and I think in that way, that's why their that's why their connection is important. You know, that's why they keep intersecting and and seeing each other, because that makes that point clear. You know. So you think this is heading towards this be just this whole universe collapsing or disappearing or being negated somehow? Yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what what else could happen. Yeah, I guess I don't either. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I've been a little disappointed. Like, I kind of, you know, they're not the main characters, but they're, they're versions of them. And so I, you know, I kind of like them and I, I don't, I don't really want them to disappear or vanish or whatever, you know, it's. That's not that's not what I'd prefer to happen. I don't know exactly what I want to happen, but um, it'd be disappointing to me if there were no more, you know, Jack with the Sun and Doctor Linus and you know Locke the Substitute and Saeed mm-hmm. the Translator and Sawyer the Cop and all, like all these characters are just you know I, I like them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're they're effectively they're pretty much the same as the 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 main timeline characters. And I think once the once they you know once everyone in the Flash Sideways realizes the the main timeline exists, then uh, then they're effectively the same people. You know, uh, you know if they have all the if they get their memories back of being on the island, then they're you know they're 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 kind of the, they're even more the same. So I feel like. I feel like something's going to happen where they either the consciousness merge or, you know, they, you know, maybe they get to choose to stay in the alternate timeline or not or something weird like that, but none of them do or, you know. Uh, but I think it, um, you know, I, I, I think it's destined to, uh, to, to, to break down. Okay. All right. I just, yeah, I mean, it just seems like they, I mean, if they get their old memories, they still won't be the same because, I mean, they have, unless their own memories disappear, you know, because they they have a lifetime of memories already that are different, you know, in significant ways from the memories of the island character, original characters. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, even if they got their, uh, their original timeline memories, they'd be like, you know, they'd have like double memories. Yeah. They wouldn't. That wouldn't be the same. You know, it would be. It would be some weird augmented double life person. Yeah. You know. So uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Well, considering most of the people in the main timeline are dead uh, now, you know, um, that that might be even the best case scenario. In terms of, you know, you're saying you like these characters and a lot of them are dead in the main timeline. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, 
Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. All right, you want to go to the next scene? Okay. We're back in the Hydra Island beach. Um, Saeed explains that Jack was knocked out by a mortar attack from Widmore and that Locke saved him. Those who survived the attack scattered in the jungle. Jack asks why they're on the Hydra Island. And on cue, Locke enters, telling Jack his friends got captured and they must rescue them. Locke wants to break Jack's people out of the cages and make it to the Ajira plane. Locke says, I'm sorry, Jack says they aren't his people and that he's not leaving the island. Locke hopes Jack changes his mind. He tells Jack he needs Jack's help to convince everyone that they can trust Locke. Jack asks Locke how he can even trust Locke. Locke tells Jack he can trust him because he can kill Jack and everyone else whenever he wants, but he wants to save all of their lives. He asks Jack if he will help them. End of scene. Well, I guess he says yes. But Jack doesn't say anything. They just it ends on Jack just you know looking pensive. No, I know, but based on what happens later. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize they left that. <laughs> they left Jack to think about that one. It, it reminded me of uh, of of Saeed, You know, I don't care about you know I don't care about who saved me. I just care about who I trust, Jack. So if you want me to take that pill, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And it just you know it ends on Jack. You know, just looking you know, thinking, but it doesn't, they don't actually say what decision he makes. Yeah, okay, you're right. It's just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we find out here that that, uh, the people who are with Locke, which is basically the others who decided to leave the temple, um, just... uh, either got killed or they just ran into the jungle. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a, what a great, oh God, what a waste. I just, what are, what are they doing with that? I, I, I'm at this point in the story, I'm really, I'm really confused as to why they did that. Why, well, I think there's been a, a pretty, a pretty marked, uh, de- uh, you know, a pretty, a pretty uh, specific, um, agenda here on the part of the writers to get as many characters off of the island as possible. Uh, you know, in terms of killing them and stuff, and uh, just 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 whittling the number of alive people on the island down to as as few as possible. So, I really oh. that's what that's about. Oh, that's what the, okay, okay. Yeah, about... I really think it's just now that now we don't have to, you know, like because because that's what that's what Saeed says. Now it's just the three of us. You know, yes. hint hint, audience. That's all you have to worry about. You know. Yeah. Um, now I, I think, of course, you know, Cindy and Zach and Emma are still around, and some of the other stragglers are probably still around. Uh, if anything, I would say, you know, push comes to shove, Locke is just going to scour the island in smoky form and kill anyone else left alive. Yeah. You know, whenever he gets the chance. But okay. uh, But I, I would have to say those people are probably effectively dead. You know, I, I, except for Zach, Emma, and, and right. Cindy, they they might get some other ending, but. Yeah. The rest of the others, I think, are just you, you. We don't have to worry about them. Yeah, I see. I guess so. I mean, they had to. They had to clear out the temple um, mm-hmm. because that you know it was going to be a problem if there's just a whole bunch of people at the temple. They were even supposed to go there in the first place. Yeah. Well, it started with the flashes. The flash. You know, the the, the time flashes when they killed yeah. most of the Losties. Yeah. That and was, the arrow yeah. attack. You know, that yeah. was the first round of okay, let's kill a lot of people. Then they killed the, people at the temple, and yeah. Heard. Yeah. And the Adira passengers. And then the Adira passengers. Yeah. So it's like if you're not, a, you know, 
one of the main important people, you know, you're getting killed pretty fast. Here. So they just, yeah, whittle down the island population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that definitely seems like what they did. I, I'm just wondering, like, you know, maybe more of an in-show explanation in terms of, you know, what was Locke planning to do with those people? Like, let's assume that we would have killed them all. Oh, okay. He would have just, you know, whoever was going to leave with everybody, them, the, the losties, the candidates, and and the others. Whoever else was with them. Who? They, yeah, they all would have died. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Remember, remember, he wants to kill every living thing on the island. I do. That's I, apparently true. I do. <laughs> Dogen said that. I guess he was yeah. right. I thought he was. I thought he was overstating things. Yeah. But. Well, uh, I will have to say, you know, we talked on the last podcast about about uh, you know, and of course a lot before that about Locke and how evil is he and what 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 are they going to say about him at the end of the day? And I, you know, I was holding out hope that they would somehow, you know, make him, you know, he's the villain, but I thought somehow they were going to make him make him be reasonable or or the only bad the only bad stuff he did he he would have done is just sort of kill indiscriminately, but that he really you know, he really wouldn't mind taking the the candidates off the island with him because he could do what he wants and he doesn't have to kill them. But I but I have to say they fooled me. Uh, you know, he he really had me going uh, all season, uh, pretty much. You know, of just really yeah. I just want all I've ever tried to do was help you guys. And, you know, all I yeah. wanted for us to leave, and we can't. You know, when he says we have to leave, to you know, all I ever wanted, Richard, was for you to come with me, and and I just want to, you know, we, I just want to mm-hmm. leave together. And it's like, okay, that sounds that sounds like a good plan. They can all leave together. He's not that bad if he just. You know, you can't blame her for wanting to leave. Yeah. It's like, okay, give him some points for wanting to take people with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm off of that. I'm off of that page of thinking he has any uh, redeemable qualities. Okay. And uh, you know, when you try to get the losties into a sub and blow them up. Uh, you're off you're, your, you're, you're the bad guy. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're evil incarnate, I guess. I, I have to believe that now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I I thought he was evil all along. I never really I never really didn't think that. I stand by the the point that they've given him characterization and. I like. I'm interested in him as a character. I I, I definitely think they've developed him, and in a, and much more than they have Jacob. Um, and so I I think in the end he is the. It's hard not to sympathize with a character you know better, and yeah. even though he's trying to kill all my favorite characters, um, I understand why he's doing it. You know, and I don't. I at this time I don't know why he's been put in this position. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still I still think he's evil, but at the same time, I I get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, and and I at least feel like he's a character that I can relate to in some way. Yeah. Um, whereas Jacob is just utterly confusing to me. Yeah. I have no idea what he's about. He's he's just all over the place for me. I don't I don't know I don't know who he is as a character, and I I don't know what his deal is. So, so yeah, basically, uh, I I think I still think there's some you know there's 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 a certain amount of 
there's a certain amount of ambiguity about both characters. But at the same time, I, I, he always came across to me like the villain. And of course, you know, that, that can go wrong in the case of an Abaddon. I think in this case, it was just correct. Yeah. So did you just, did you, did you see my problem was I trusted him. I see. Uh, I never trusted him. See, yeah, see, he came off as a person who was very, you know, uh, forthcoming in the beginning, and and I'm like, well, if he's the bad guy, why is he, you know, telling everyone all of this stuff that that is true? You know, he's he's giving, he's, you know, you tell Sawyer he can be the protector of the island if he wants, and it's just yeah. he's like, well, if you have so much to lose, why would you do that unless you have somewhat good good intentions? But um, but of course, it was just part of his uh, part of his whole um, plan to, uh, you know. I mean, that's the thing. That's how you get people to trust you, you know. Right. And he never he never said anything uh, that that really would have um, stopped his plan. Yeah, you do things that seem trustworthy. I yeah. I got the sense that that's what he was doing, and there was a lot of signs that he was willing to be manipulative and to lie if he needed to, or if it served his purpose. I mean, that he did lie sometimes. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't I trust like more him. Recently, I feel like more recently he started lying, but in the beginning it seemed like he wasn't really lying at all about anything. I mean, there's probably some stuff, but I just mean generally yeah. speaking, in the beginning I just got the sense he's just telling everyone the truth and, then, you know, you know, towards the middle of the season and, and on, and he started, you know, like when he, you know, when he started, started, started seeming more like Locke, you know, or, you know, the original Locke, when he, you know, things were, things seemed to be falling apart, he seemed to be willing to lie and to be more secretive and, and to, and to, um, and to be more deceptive. But uh, I definitely saw that. But in the beginning, he seemed like, okay, here's a guy who just wants to leave. He, you know, he doesn't, you know, he'll kill you, but, um, but he'll also. But if you don't, you know, if you want to come with him, he'll take you with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think. Uh, uh, well, the first. I mean, his whole lock con was a deception. Yeah. You know, he pretended to be Locke for half a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, so he started out lying, and uh, and then there was. You know, so I didn't trust him from that. Of course, he's a smoke monster. I don't trust the smoke monster. Um, uh, well, did anyone ever ask him, are you John Locke? And he said yes in the beginning. I guess not, but, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, are you really going to put a lawyer oh, answer on it? Like, No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, yeah, he had the con of, of, of his identity. And, of course, the, the whole deception of, of creating the loophole and, and, and lying to people and doing all that stuff, of course, that was going on. But I'm just saying, when it came down to one-on-one someone talking to him and asking him questions, he seemed to be truthful and forthcoming about those answers. You know, versus like one-on-one with Widmore, you know, well, Widmore would, would, would lie to you about something, you know, or seem at least seemingly lie to you about, you know, did you kill the passengers? Do you have gin? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Like, he didn't seem to be doing that kind of stuff, the sort of one-on-one uh, deception he didn't seem to be doing. Uh, but, of course, he was doing it. It was just that he was he was telling you something that was true, but it was still part of his plan, you know. Yeah. And I was just I, – I was I was like the Lossies, you know. I, I got duped into believing that just because he's telling something that's true, 
that that means he's uh, that he's being honest about everything or most things, and of course that that wasn't true. I see. I see. I mean, yeah, the the lock thing is, you know, I mean, he answered to the name John and, you know, he used Locke's memories. I mean, it was, you know, and of course the thing with Ben and Alex and, you know, mm-hmm. threatening him to follow Locke's orders and, you know, I mean, all that stuff was not exactly like uh, just a ball faced lie, but it, it was very deceptive. Yeah. You know, um, and I guess the first big sign, besides that, I mean, that was a lot, but besides that, the first big sign for me was Claire, the fact that he lied to her about the others having her baby. Mm-hmm. That was a sign that he was willing to tell a lie, you know, if um, if he needed to. Uh, and then uh, and then there was... I gave, the, him, I gave him a pass for the Claire thing. Okay. He, had a good re- he got a good reason why he lied to her. Okay, but and, so, I, and I still don't, I still don't see, I don't, still don't see what he really, I, I still don't see what he gets out of Claire. I don't know why he's likes Claire or is invested in her. You know, I, I still don't get that. I don't know why she seems to be special to him. I, w- I don't either. But the point is, he he will lie. He's not totally unwilling to lie, and that, yeah. that's an indication of that. And then uh, there was that thing with Sawyer, very small thing, but I still, I, I still don't really understand it. But he lied to Sawyer about why he sent him over to the Hydra Island, as he admits himself. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Abiturno, you know, he he pretty much lies to Richard about Jacob and to try to get him to go. Yeah, kill exactly. Him. By 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 this point in the season, of course, he's he's not being truthful. Like I said, my point was in the beginning. He seemed to be, you know, the stuff with Sawyer in the beginning, like when he when he was finished with killing Jacob, when he was finished with that part of his deception of like, you know, dethroning Jacob, yeah. he seemed to be okay. Because of course he's, I mean, of course, he's a guy trapped on the island. He wants to get off. Right. Like, yes, he is going to be deceptive and do whatever it takes for him to get off the island. And once he has this, the loophole set up and he executes his plan, once that, you know, part one is done, it seemed like, okay, now that he looks like John Locke and he's trying to get, you know, he's recruiting to get people off the island, it seemed like he was going to, you know, be honest with them. Uh, but, of course, like I said, a couple episodes into after that, he is, of course, obviously lying left and right to people. Okay. I didn't know I didn't know how early was early, I guess. <laughs> Just like in the beginning, like I got, like in the beginning, yeah. When, okay. When, uh, when he was first first talking to people and telling them, you know, uh, you know, when he tells Saeed and when he tells Sawyer. And, yeah. And, um, yeah. He tells and, and, just, and lying itself, you know, good people lie, too. You sure. Know, there's, there's, there's reasons to lie, but... Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Anyway. Sure, sure. I mean, plenty of people, you know, I mean, the lost, the main characters have lied about a lot of things. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's something people do. Yeah, you know. Jen, Jen told Claire that others had her baby, you know? Yes, exactly. For half, for half a scene. And then for half like, a scene. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, that was a lie. <laughs> Oh no, that's right. He said Kate, the Kate having your baby was a lie. Yes, he reverse lied. That was a lie. Yeah, he lied about the fact that he told the truth. Yeah, he said the truth was a lie. But yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, you know, in that case, he felt threatened. So you know, he saw the guy axe to death in front of him, and I, I think that's a that's a very reasonable lie to tell mm-hmm. in that situation because he thought it would pacify her, which it did. Yeah. Um. So, but you're right. Uh, 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 and plenty of characters 
have have lied about stuff. So I'm just saying, like, I knew that he, in general, I do think he's kind of a straight shooter sort of character. I mean, I think that's just kind of how he is. Yeah. But I, but I think that, um, you know, he'll he when he wants to get what he wants, he'll 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 be deceptive about it. Sometimes when he's straight shooting, it's with bullets. Yes. <laughs> that's a, that's a better way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so I I I I'm a little I'm a little surprised. We'll have to talk about the the broader implications, I guess, later. Um I I actually despite the fact that I thought he was the villain, I was surprised that he ended up trying to kill everybody. <laughs> I yeah. didn't, I didn't actually expect that. Well, yeah, um, me either. I mean, I I knew he 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 was obviously the antagonist. Yeah, you know, and everyone's saying he's evil incarnate. That you know, no one else is going to take that role from him. You know, at right. this point in the story, but uh, but definitely was surprised that that what he really wanted was just to uh, to kill them all um, in one fell swoop. You know, I thought the scary thing would be what happens when he leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is well, it's still up in the air, of course. But I didn't I didn't realize that you know this whole plan of his was you know was was just designed to kill everybody. That that I'm still I I was definitely surprised by that. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're right. I, I like I feel like I I I only slightly, you know. I, I only thought of him as the bad guy maybe a little more than you did, but I, I still didn't really suspect fully what he ended up doing. Yeah. You know, so I, I was still surprised by it. I'm just I'm just not surprised by the fact that he's the bad guy. Yeah. That's 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 the only difference. So yeah. Um uh yeah. And like even you know some of the stuff he says here, you know, um, I don't think he'd give me a straight answer. Like you're probably right. Woodmore doesn't give straight answers a lot of the time. Um, and uh, I guess his intentions are, I mean, according to what he said to Jen, he just wants to stop Locke from leaving the island. And to do that, I guess he needs to protect the candidate. So I, I'm assuming that's what his intentions are. Um, it gets a little fuzzy, doesn't it? A little. Uh, we got to talk about the whole uh, the bomb on the plane. Uh, yeah. I think it's a little confusing what was supposed to go on there. I totally agree. Um, that's what I was saying. Like the motives are very complicated. So for the moment, like you know, based on the first scene and what Widmore himself has said, I'm thinking that Widmore is just trying to prevent Locke from leaving the island by protecting the candidates. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, that's that's that, at this point that's where I stand. But then, yeah, we'll have to see how that how that works with what actually happens later. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, and here, here I think Locke definitely lies about how he could just kill them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the whole point. Yeah. He's, he's you can really, trust me because I could kill you right now, <laughs> kill all of you, you know, kill all of you guys. And if yeah. Like, huh. That's such a that's such a you know it's such a weird way to try to get someone's trust. Yeah, I was going to gonna say kill them. <laughs> I, like he's lying about it, I think, but at the same time, it's a suspicious thing to say mm-hmm. because <laughs> to get someone to trust you, it's weird to say I could kill you, but I'm not killing you, so you should trust me. Yeah. Like that's I don't know. 
that's uh, that's shaky. But I guess Jack is uh, convinced by that. He doesn't. I guess he doesn't really know. I, I guess he doesn't really know otherwise. Um, yeah, I mean he he doesn't really have much choice. Number one. Uh, but two, I think, you know, if you look at Smokey killing indiscriminately and he kills a whole bunch of people and he just seems to do whatever he wants, it is, you know, Jack would have to question, okay, why why hasn't he killed us? Uh, and then Locke says it's because, you know, I want, you know, I, I'm saving you guys and I want you guys to to, um, to come with me. I guess, the, you know, the real question there would then be why. You know, why are we special? Why us? You know, why did you kill everyone at the temple, or why did you kill random people through the jungle? But you're not going to kill us. Like, what's you know, what's but that would be the question Jack should ask. Yeah. You know, uh, and I don't know what Smokey would say, but um, yeah. So, is it possible that he was lying about being Christian, <laughs> or is that is that just too far? <laughs> so, I would love it if he was lying. That would be great. That whole idea Somehow. of him, like, trying to help them find water. And, and then he says, all I've ever wanted to do is help you. We know that isn't true mm-hmm. based on this episode. Well, so. here's the thing. He, I feel like that – yeah, I feel like, you know, Christian did go – you know, he was – you know, that's what's weird because, you know, in that – before that, or I should say, that scene where Hurley and, and Jack pass the caves and they find the inhaler and – and then Jack tells a story about seeing his dad there. You know, Hurley says, you know, Jack says, you know, you know I found these caves. And Hurley says, you were looking for water, right? And he says, mm-hmm. well, no, it's following my dad. And then, of course, later, Locke says, you know, I wanted you to find water. Right. So I feel like that is the show telling us that Christian was trying to help them find water. Um, oh, I think whether, that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but whether or not... Oh, um, and I guess, I guess then... Since Jack never told anyone, that does suggest that really was him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if Jack wasn't looking for water, like if Hurley didn't say that line, I would say, well, all you have to support it is just, you know, just what Locke says or something. Yeah. But uh, but Hurley re- re- reiterates the fact that Jack was looking for water. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, it's it's strange. I I, I feel like... It would be really weird if they tell us he was lying about that. I don't think they will. Uh, I just just yeah. he's he's clearly uh, open to uh, lies if he has to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, part of that was to convince Jack that he wanted to help him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like I I guess since it served his purpose so well, I I wanted to open up it you know to scrutiny. Yeah. But it, it probably is just true. I mean, some of the Christian appearances, I think, definitely seem like him. So I, I, even if he were lying about that one, I I, I do want to say some of the other ones were him. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it was Jack who says, you know, did you ever look like my father? Yeah. You know, Locke, Locke, Locke basically sets it up to where he doesn't have to tell who all the people he's ever looked like. I know. You know? God. Yeah, when Jack first asked the question, who else have you looked like? I'm like, oh, man, this could be a long scene if they, <laughs> if they had Smokey name everyone he's looked like. Yeah. I'd love to hear it, though, but it would be a really boring scene to watch. Yeah, just a very long list of names. I, 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 I but obviously that's not the one he wanted to know about. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, you're right. They, I mean, they set it up, but it's, but it's specifically the Jack one, you know, that, that, that he talks about. Yeah. You know? Um, well, because, because he, he puts the ball back in Jack's court. Because right. he says, well, what do you really want to ask me? And then Jack could have said, have you ever, have you ever looked like Yimmy? Yeah. And if, 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 you know, and I think the flock thought that would get Jack's trust, he would be like, yes, even mm-hmm. though I think that's true, but. Right. So, like, I feel like I feel like he he let Jack set up the circumstances, and uh, and therefore it is a little bit more suspicious than if Locke had just come forward first and said, "I looked like Christian before." Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to. I'd love if he was lying because I'd love for Christian to really be Christian. Yeah. But I think it'd be weird considering that that scene felt like such a big reveal. Yeah. You know, that, that they would just go back and negate that and say, well, no, he was lying or he was, you know, he, he looked like Christian that time, but not all the time. Right, right. Yeah. Because then, then Christian's going to have to, if, if they make it not that, then the problem I had, with, which was how is Christian going to explain why he's helping Smokey so much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's just, that's not gonna. That's not gonna look. That's not gonna look reasonable. Yeah. So, so I, I think that's the problem with him not being the smoke monster. And then the only other way they could do it is to say sometimes it was him and sometimes it wasn't. Yeah. And then that just gets you know that's just a mess. So I agree. Like I, I just I want to see Christian, and I'm kind of desperate at this point. But yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think it works. <clears throat> All right, next scene. Oh, well, I tried. Yes. The next scene, we're back at the cages. Sawyer gets a cosmic sense of deja vu. Kate thinks Whitmore wouldn't have killed her. Sawyer tells her her name was on the cave wall, but it was crossed out. Whitmore doesn't need her. Sun and Jen have a moment to themselves. Jen learns that Ji Yeon is with Sun's mother. Jen tells Sun he saw pictures of his daughter on Sun's camera, thanks to Whitmore. Sun takes out Jen's wedding ring and puts it on his finger. Suddenly, the power goes out and the sonic fences power down. Woodmore's men react. Then, the classic signs of Smokey. Woodmore's men fire at the black smoke to no avail. Kate tries to grab the key, uh, the cage key off of Seamus' corpse. Frank kicks at the cage door. Jack enters, grabbing the cage key and unlocking the door. Kate is surprised to see him, and Jack exclaims, he's with the black smoke. They all escape. <laughs> There's a scene I thought I'd never see. There's a man, man, that was so great. When Jack's like, he looks over his shoulder to like the smoke monster, and he's like, I'm with him. I'm with him. <laughs> That's my ride. <laughs> you know, yeah, that man. is such a season six line. Yeah. I can't imagine. That's, we, have, we better be close to the end if we're getting lines like that. Yeah. That's just, that's just so crazy. <laughs> Jack and the Smoke Monster go to rescue the Rossi. Yeah, Jack teams up with the Smoke Monster. <laughs> Tell that to someone who's watching season one. I know. I know. It's, it's, oh, man. Wow. We could really blow our minds. 
Mm-hmm. If we if we told our past selves, if we could get on the old podcast and talk to them somehow, we could really. You know, that's why I really I really don't like you know I really feel bad for people who try to watch Lost for the first time in season six because it's such a yeah you know, everybody knows it's such a big deal that the show is ending and they go oh okay I'll just watch whatever's on now mm-hmm. and of course they don't understand what's going on but I think they really don't understand the magnitude to which they're spoiling themselves yeah you know yeah definitely. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah, can, you imagine yeah, can you imagine watching this episode and seeing Sun and Jin die and then going back to start watching season one? And every time those two are in peril, you know they're not going to die. Yeah. You know, they're just that's so bad. Yeah, that is really bad. Wow. Yeah, and, like, all the mis- all the mystery and stuff about the smoke monster, like, whatever. He's just going to, like, you know... <laughs> Yeah, the smoke monster's John Locke, right? Yeah. You know, if you're thinking that in season one. Oh, you're right. Geez. You're right. You really don't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> John Locke. Mm-hmm. Why, why is John Locke confronting himself? Yeah. Why don't they just talk to the smoke monster? Wait a minute. <laughs> he just wants to leave the island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the big deal, guys? I gotta no. say too, I think it's pretty pretty spectacular. I would have never guessed that the that the villain of the show you know, would be the smoke monster. Me either. You know, like, in season one, you say, well, the ultimate bad guy on Lost is the smoke monster. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, re- that's really surprising to me. I I thought the smoke monster would be more like the Whisperers or Dharma or something like that. You know, one of these significant mm-hmm. side things, side mysteries that yeah. they do answer, you know, that they would... I knew that in season six they tell us who the Smoke Monster was, but I didn't think he'd be this prominent. I, I think you meant what it was. What it was. <laughs> Nobody knew it was a who. You're right. You're right. Did I say who? Yeah, you said a who. Like yeah, that was a bit of revisionist history, I guess. Uh, I didn't really suspect it was a who. Good point. Yeah. I, of course, I thought it was, you know, nanobots. I mean, not really, but something like that, mm-hmm. you know. I thought it magic something like or something. Yeah, yeah. I still fail to understand uh, certain aspects of Smokey. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, I'll have to wait till the end of season six to see how see how well it all fits together. But, um, you know, I still don't understand Smokey, you know, being controlled um, by the by the little – the little pit behind Ben's house. Um, well, I don't. I think at this point it wasn't control. Ben basically said, "I need help," and Smokey, being a conscious being, decided to disagree to help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that'll work. That was easy. Uh, <laughs> why don't I throw another one at you since you got yeah, the answers? What else you got? Um, so, what's the deal with Smokey judging people? Uh, why does he? I mean, he seems to be evil incarnate. Who is he to be like a judge of someone and say, you no, know? No, he's very, he's very judgmental. He seems to have a just like Jacob. He seems to have a, a decided point of view on human nature, which I think is why his plan pretty much worked in terms of getting all of them on the sub. I think he, you know, he knew that they would try to betray him and all this stuff. Um, you know, I think it, I think that ties into that fundamental quality that the others had, you know, or first displayed of, of knowing the Lofties and knowing what they would do and being capable of. And, you know, he's got, a, of course, a, um, a more reliable system in that I guess he can scan people. And, of course, he, you know, he 
he he of course thinks you know people are I guess inherently corruptible. So I think he he felt like um, he knew what they would do and that they wouldn't he couldn't trust them to uh, to trust him or something like that. But in terms of why he judges people, I, I don't know. I mean, um, there's been you know sort of different types of judgment. Uh, so I, I really don't know how to put them together. You know, um, you know, telling telling. Uh, um, Echo to repent, you know, um, and yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't really know what what he wants from these people. I think he wants them to sort of uh, to to sort of understand like something along the lines of you know that the island doesn't need protecting, or he wants them to understand like that Jacob you know shouldn't be trusted. Like he wants them to understand things along that line. I think. Um, and he gets disappointed with people when they when they don't. Uh, although, how could they? You know. Um, so that I I don't have a really good explanation of of sort of just generally why why he's interested in judging people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Although I think your answer is pointing in the right direction. Yeah. Um, the fact that he just he just thinks people are sort of inherently bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know that he's sort of he just kind of automatic, and he just wants to show people that they're bad or get people to admit it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like that it's that kind of that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, okay, that'll work. That's that's the best answer I could really ask for at this point. Mm, all right, uh, what else is going on here? Uh, so R.I.P. Seamus, I guess. Yeah, sorry. Where is Zoe? I didn't even I didn't even think about Zoe once until you said R.P. Sheamus. I'm yeah. like, oh wait, I forgot about Zoe. I only thought about Zoe during a rewatch. I was like, it's strange that Zoe's not in this scene. Yeah, and like it's weird to see Sheamus without Zoe. It is, and I guess Jen's never going to help them find those pockets of electromagnetism. <laughs> I guess not. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, all that trouble. They died at the whole think, camp. I still think that's a setup for Desmond, though. Oh yeah, I it's definitely think whatever that's... Desmond's gonna do. But uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought it's just kind of a dead be... end as far as yeah. Jen goes. But yeah, no, I think they're I think they're trying to hint at what they wanted to do with Desmond. Yeah, I think that's that's that looks like that was the point of that. Um, and they may, may still be able to do it. I mean, they're definitely still in play. Yeah, R.I.P. Seamus, you know, whatever. I, I wasn't that. <laughs> no, I, I know it's a whatever. I just, I didn't I didn't really realize that Seamus was supposed to be dead in this scene until I was reading the transcript and it talked about the corpse. And I was like, oh, I guess he was dead. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's how I described the scene as his corpse because I'm like, he, he was definitely dead. He, he, yeah. got smashed, he got smashed by Smokey. I guess I just imagined him just getting knocked out or something. I didn't really realize he was supposed to be dead. But, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that's clearly the point. I just – Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, obviously, so, small character, no big deal. So I want to say that, you know, this scene and, of course, the the, the following scene when they try to go uh, on the Jira plane, Woodmore is woefully inept, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, you know, this was so such a badly executed plan of his to try to protect the Losties, try to protect the candidates here. You know, all, all Saeed had to do was take the power down, and that's it. 
Yeah. That's all he had to do. Was to, did they have no one guarding the generator? You know, like, that's all he had to do was take the power down, and they have no protection against Smokey whatsoever. That was, you know, that was that was pretty bad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Whitmore just fumbles this whole episode, really. Yeah, exactly. This whole episode, he's just, and, and then he's, you know, nowhere to be seen after that first scene. Yeah. With him. Uh, yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty bad. It just seems like he just really either just has bad people or just was not, was, was underprepared, you know. Why all the guns? Like, the guns aren't going to help. He should know the guns aren't going to help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why didn't he create some some sonic, uh, some sonic, you know, mortar shells or something, or, I don't know. Yeah, that's what he needs. And bring a backup generator. (laughs) Jesus. That's just, a, that's just that was, it was really easy to take that out, and and that's it. The, yep. Like we talked about knocking over the sonic fences, but like take out the power, and they're really useless. They're really yeah. I thought I thought all the fences were like powered individually or something. Mm-hmm. It didn't it didn't seem like there was any wires connecting them, but you know, oh, whatever. No, I didn't. Yeah, but, apparently uh, there's some hidden wires or something. Yeah. Or the power is going through like wireless. Mhm. Waves. I don't know. Does that does that even work? Could you really power something that big wirelessly? Probably not. The ask Nikola Tesla. Okay. <laughs> I will. Next time I have him over. Next time you have him over, tea. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. Oh. So in uh, earlier in the scene, they finally say that Kate's name was on the cave wall, but crossed out. Mm-hmm. So now it's actually in the show. If they, now it's uh, in the show. Yeah. If they want to do something with it, they've actually uh, got that covered. I I wondered, I wondered if they're ever going to say it, and if they didn't, then I wasn't going to think that it mattered. Um, I still don't know why it matters, but um, but it, it what is. What do you mean why it matters? I don't know why it matters that her her name was uh, crossed off in the cave. You mean aside from the fact it means she's not a candidate? Yeah. Aside from that, and that, but then I think her name wasn't crossed out on the White House wheel. So, uh, like, there's something there supposedly. Well, I, don't know. I, I would say Jacob died before he would have crossed it out. Some somehow he died. Before, you know, he crossed it out in the cave, but not in the lighthouse wheel. You know, okay. he, he did. He did die shortly before they went there. So. Mm-hmm. I, I would I, that would be my explanation of why I wasn't crossed out on the on the lighthouse. Okay. Okay. All right. So it just matters in that she's not a candidate. So, for mm-hmm. example, Locke can kill her. Locke can Locke can probably kill her. And she could be used in the way she always is to uh, coerce the other characters into doing <sighs> stuff. Yeah. As she is in this episode, particularly Sawyer, but also Jack. Mm-hmm. So it's weird, you know, that scene with Locke and Claire, and he, and he tells Claire, you know, I need Kate to help convince the others to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. Like, that never happened. No one needed convincing. No. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't really that didn't really matter at all. No, like Jack and Hurley and Simon and those guys all came over and they were pretty much all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. And by page, I mean locks to kill page. Right, right. <laughs> His list of people to kill. Um, anything else in this scene? Uh, let me see here. I thought it was a little strange, this whole business of Kay reaches for the keys and then Frank starts kicking the door Mm-hmm. And, and, like, all that business for nothing, Jack just walks up and grabs the keys and unlocks the door. I don't know. That was just a little awkward to me. Oh, it was just a drama. You know, Frank's like, I'm not waiting to see if you can stretch to get the key. You know? Yeah. You know, they're, you know like Hurley said, after the smoke monster's done with them, he's, they're coming, he's coming for us. So. Yeah. They were trying to get out of that cage. And that's the thing about that cage, of course. It, it You know, the bars have space between them, so... Well, we all know, you know, if Smokey wanted to get through those bars, it would be really easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Smokey's, Smokey's good. At, he can go through, like, a perforated... Uh... Here's a question. Okay. Yeah, perforated holes. In a, in a, yeah. yeah. Here's a question. If Widmore really wanted, and of course, the, the answer is it's a TV show, but if Widmore really <laughs> okay, wanted good. to... I'm glad yeah. I know the answer. <laughs> If Woodmore really wanted to protect the lofty, the, the candidates, why didn't he put him on the sub? Mm. Oh, that's a good point. You know, well, I'm going to have to say that it's a TV show. <laughs> well, it's an, I wouldn't have thought of that answer. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. Did, did, like they just a, came to me. Place. What? Yeah. It seems like that's a perfect place to, 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 to secure them where, where Smokey couldn't get to them. Put them on the sub and, you know, tell the sub to die. We didn't have yeah. to leave the island, but just be inaccessible. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He's got a point, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the boy has a point. You know he does. Yeah, yeah. Whitmore, Whitmore had to uh, do something that uh, that Locke would be able to demolish very easily. <laughs> Mm-hmm, apparently. So, yeah, that's uh, that would have been a lot better. Yeah, but then that plan would have worked, and we wouldn't have got the episode. So, yeah, back to back to it's a TV show, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only thing I can come up with. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go to the next scenes. Um, oh, you got anything else? Did I want to say anything else? Um... No, no, that's good. That'll work. Next scene, the gang make their way through the jungle to the plane. Jack tells Kate he's not coming with them. Sawyer thanks Jack for coming back and saving them all. Saeed ruffles out of the bushes. Jack vouches for him, saying he turned off the generators. Uh, They head out towards the plane. All right. Short scene. Exposition. Yeah. So next scene, we flash sideways. Jack attempts to see Anthony Cooper and runs into Helen. Helen wants to know why Jack wants to see Anthony and tells him he needs to leave. Jack doesn't want, uh, sorry, John doesn't want the operation. Helen tells Jack to let it go and asks why saving John's life isn't enough. Jack says, because it's not. It's a bloody not. <laughs> Helen takes Jack to see Anthony Cooper. I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah, it's editorializing. Did you get the British version? <laughs> yeah, I watched the yeah I watched the one on uh, on uh, the, the UK channel. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. 
Helen takes Jack to see Anthony Cooper, who is in a wheelchair in a vegetative state. She tells Jack Anthony is John's father. Oh, we didn't there see we that go. coming. No, <laughs> big reveal. <laughs> yeah, it's weird in the sideways when they do a reveal that we've known for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like, surprise, Claire and Jack are related. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just, I don't know, very, very odd. Um and, like, they did that with Sawyer, too. Like, what happened with his parents, and, like, that was a reveal, and mm-hmm. this, this is kind of odd. The, the thing that really struck me about this scene was that it looks to me like they, like they tried to put old age makeup on uh, the actor who plays Anthony Cooper. Because, mm. um, uh, like, I, compa- and I, I compared the way he looks in this scene to the way he looked in the last episode he was in, um, which was uh, the Brig, and uh, and he looks he looks a lot older here. Yeah, <laughs> like not not like three years older, like you know, you know, twenty years older or something. Like it's just it's weird because this is two thousand four. He should be the same age he was in the Brig. So I, I got the sense they gave him that makeup job to make him look sicklier and uh, to make him look. Uh, you know, more unhealthy and stuff. Oh, they're just getting across that he's sort of... Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, you know, they have the close-up of her wiping drool off his face. It's like, what else could they have done to really, you know, hammer home the point they were trying to make about his his state of mind and his, you know, his, um, you know, his, his lack of sort of awareness and stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, I, 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 that, that to me is what, that, that's what I got from it. Not that they're trying to make him look older, but just... Uh, you know, he just looks. You know, he's in a wheelchair, and he just—he's he's just kind of wasting away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's probably your. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I just I, I I. It it was just weird because he really didn't look that old, and it's he should be the same age. But yeah, they're 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 doing something with it. So. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um. And they, they, this, uh, you know, why, why isn't that enough? Because it's not, um, isn't there another thing like that in this episode? That's really vague, but do you know what I'm talking about <laughs> by any chance? Somebody says, why isn't it enough? Yeah. Or... Not why isn't it enough, but another question, and the answer is just, is is just like this where it's just because it's not or because you know yeah i feel like there is something else like that um, i think there's a maybe john and Locke or something have a exchange like that okay <laughs> i didn't mean that jack and Locke. But you probably <laughs> i know who you meant you know who i meant john uh, and jack, <laughs> jack and Locke. it's funny because john and Locke could talk to each other that's it'd be true. weird it'd be weird but they very can't. weird Wow. <laughs> you were the sacrifice, John. <laughs> That's why they call it a sacrifice. <laughs> there yeah, there is there is some other line like that. I I probably will get to it at some point. Uh, okay. I, I can't think off the top of my head what it is though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I guess um Bernard's line, um 
You just remember that? Of course I do, Dad. A little bit like mm, that. Yeah. Sort of no real explanation. Because when Jack says you just remember that, obviously he does because he just said it. He's not really asking whether he remembers it or not. He's asking, you know, that's a little surprising that you remember that. What is there some reason? Do you just have a yeah. good memory? Like he's looking for something and yeah, Bernard's I mean, not Jack, giving Jack it. Jack could have said, do you remember all your former patients? Yeah. Or, you know, or, you know, was it the fact that it was these two people and that needed this emergency surgery and they were father and son? Or, you know, I, I feel like maybe that's for just really the answer is he remembers Anthony Cooper. First of all, he remembers John Locke. You know, yeah. like when, when Jack says that name, he doesn't, he, he doesn't have to remember who that is. He just knows who that is. And then, um, you know, it's not like you have to go look up his file or anything. Right. Um, and so I would just imagine that since, you know, the, the the second victim was, you know, the first victim's father, that that just stuck in his head or something. Um, but that's the best explanation I have for why he just remembers that. Yeah. You know, but, it, but, yeah, he, he it made it seem like he's just good at remembering or he remembers all of his patients or... You know, it's only been three years, so of course he remembers. It's like a, you can take it a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah. It's ambiguous. And again, that's why Bernard seems mysterious. Like, Bernard is usually such a such an open book character. Like, I know exactly where he's coming from at all times. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I just, I really thought I got him. And he just comes across so different in this scene, in that scene, not this scene we're on. But, yeah. Um, it was it was just weird. Like I started not trusting him. Like, what are you up to, Bernard? Like, what's your secret? What are you hiding? Mm-hmm. It just I don't know. The whole thing seems suspicious. And even like him, like I guess playfully accusing Jack of flirting with Rose. Like that was odd to me. You know, I thought about that line when he says, "You know, you were flirting with my wife when I was in the bathroom," and and I was thinking, about, I, I thought it was. Just, it came off weird to me too. It's sort of a, you know, accusatory or whatever. But um, yeah. But I thought, I thought, okay, how else could you write that line? And really, you know, what else would you put in there? You know, you were talking to my wife. You know, you were chatting with my wife. Yeah. And I feel like flirting just gives it more character to what he's saying. And I feel like. That Bernard who, like, came back from the bathroom on the plane and was, like, all about Rose and mm-hmm. I missed you beautiful and, like, right. I feel like that's why he said flirting because he's got this very, um, you know, he's just really into Rose or something in this, you know, okay. nothing's not in the main timeline. But, <laughs> but but when he said flirting, it, it made me, it, 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 it seemed in, in keeping with that Bernard on, on the plane. Okay. Okay. You know. Who you know who might have been jealous to a small degree of you know this handsome doctor talking to his wife. I see. Or, okay. You know. Okay. It just gave, I just felt like it gave the, the the his line a little bit more character, and and like I said you know you could strip it down and say you know you were talking to my wife and you know. Yeah. 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 I guess I I so what you're saying is he's sort of serious. Like I guess I thought maybe he was just supposed to be half serious, but it is. Well, kind of, yeah, I think he is half serious, but I think you know that half. It has a basis in something. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So again, I'm surprised. Like I've never seen, you know, Rose has talked to. Like I've just never seen this kind of jealous Bernard. Like that, mm-hmm. like that's kind of surprising. But I guess I maybe you're right. It's just alternate Bernard. It's just it's just more jealous or more 
fixated on Rose for some reason. Yeah, he's more he he values her more or something like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's um that's interesting. I yeah, hmm. Hmm. I think uh I think you're right. All right. Well, Let's go to the next scene, then. Uh, okay. You don't have anything left on this. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Trust me. There's nothing here. Okay. Um, so, we're back on the Hydra Island. Locke appears... Uh, sorry, Locke approaches the Ajira plane. Two of Woodmore's men shoot at him to no effect. He thrashes them and takes a watch off of one of the dead men. Locke boards the plane and looks around. He notices a wire coming from the overhead compartment and finds something very interesting. Frank, Jack, and the rest of uh, the group make it to the plane. They notice the dead guards. Saeed finds that one of the guards' neck has been broken, and Locke exits the plane and takes credit. Locke says Woodmore knew he would kill the men and that Woodmore wouldn't have moved the fence if he wanted to prevent Locke from getting on the plane. Early wonders if that means Widmore wants them to leave now. Locke tells them that Widmore wants them all in one confined space so they can all die in one fell swoop. He tells them what he found on the plane. Uh, he show, sorry, he shows them what he found on the plane, a couple of bricks of C4 that were wired to explode if the plane was started up. Locke thinks it's safer to take the sub at this point, and Sawyer agrees. Hurley says Locke isn't supposed to leave, according to Richard, but Sawyer doesn't care. Sawyer tells Locke he must have been wrong about him since Locke has saved him twice. Locke says they all need to take uh, they all need to help take the sub. Jack reiterates that he is not leaving. They all head out towards the sub. Claire apologizes for betraying Locke, but he understands why she did it. Sawyer convert con- covertly tells Jack uh, that he doesn't trust Locke. Sawyer wants Jack to get Locke in the water as the rest of the group board the sub. Jack agrees to help. So it was very interesting. The part you laughed on, I think, was was pretty interesting because, uh, you know, when Locke says Widmore wants to get them in one small space and then kill them all, which is exactly what Locke wants to do. Yeah. So it reminds me of that that situation where, you know, someone, someone, uh, you know, Someone accuses their uh, their opposition of the very thing that that they're that they're trying to do. Yes. Like we're not racist, you're racist, <laughs> says the racist people. Right. <laughs> you know. And yeah, I mean, this was right here. He's he's telling everybody how he's going to kill them. Yeah, I just couldn't believe he literally said what exactly what his plan was. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's where Jack gets it. You know, that's where you know Jack says this thing verbatim too. It's like yeah. he heard Locke say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's quite a move. Um, so so okay. First of all, again, we have you know bullets and guns just aren't going to work with Locke. Um, Somebody tell me why. I just, I don't understand why. You don't understand why? I mean, he's I don't a smoke know. monster. They, the bullets. No, just... he's not a smoke monster. He's he's a man. You know, when he's smoky, okay, fine, bullets go through or whatever. But when he's locked, I don't understand why physics does not work. But he's not. Why? He's he's not. Um, 
I mean, like, Saeed stabbed him and, like, nothing happened. I mean, his body is not. Again, I just don't understand why. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't understand why when, you know, when when a – because it seemed like the bullets were, like, bouncing off of him. Like, I I don't – I can understand him not dying from a bullet wound. I don't understand why the wound isn't even made. Yeah. I don't understand why his shirt – you know, I guess his shirt is part of him. So his shirt, you know, doesn't get injured, but – uh, damage, but I just don't understand why, like, the bullets don't go through him or hit him, and he's got a wound, and the bullet file, you know, it just seems like, he, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I mean, I think when he takes forms of people, you know, that it's, it's, it's not any more subject to injury than his smoke monster form is. But I feel like it should be. If he's, and I can see, I can see, it, uh, you know, that's fine if that's the reason that makes sense. But it, it just, it's still counterintuitive to me that he can say, you know, pick up a rifle, yet, and you can hit him with the rifle. You know, Jack knocks him into the water. Yeah. Yet, yet a bullet won't actually go through him or hit him, but but other things will. Like he's he's tangible in one sense and intangible in another. Yeah. And it's just weird yeah. to me that it's not consistent. You got a point. It's not consistent. If they're, if they're going to be consistent with Saeed stabbing him, the bullet should go through him at least. Exactly, yeah. Because I feel like when Bram and his guys shot at him, he at least got hit with the bullets. Yes. This time when he's walking up to these guys and later when he's shooting guys on the on the, on the the uh, dock, it's like the it's like you're saying like he's really sort of in this smoky form, but he look he looks like Locke, but he's yeah. Of, if you get close enough, he's just you know there's space between his molecules more so than if he was a solid person or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, that's what they that's what they should do. And uh, the other thing is like the bull, even if the bullets aren't going through him. The you know the bullets have a significant amount of force behind them. Like if mm-hmm. if Jack can push him, then the bullets should be able to at least like knock him back. Exactly. Something. There was like no effects of the bullets for yeah. Him. Like physics just does not exist for him. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just they're just not totally consistent about what his limitations are. And yeah, and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe he's getting stronger. You know, maybe as as more and more people are dying, and and uh, you know, somewhat some, you know, maybe as more of the candidates die, like he he's getting stronger somehow. Oh, maybe. okay, okay. Maybe his effects get stronger. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Just throw that in there for the in the pile of explanations. Maybe so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about the plane because uh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Uh, so, so Locke, Locke, okay, so Locke finds a plane, uh, and I don't know, why did they build that ramp for the plane? <laughs> the, like, fancy island ramp? Who, that was like something on Gilligan's Island or something yeah. like they would take the time to do. Like, yeah. that was weird to me that they built that as if, like, a whole bunch of people are going to be boarding the plane. Uh, that was really strange, but, um, but so, uh, and I guess maybe they built that so they could when they went to, um, when they were looking for luggage and looking for, you know, Woodmore's people were uh, searching the plane. Maybe they, it took a while, so they were like, let's build a ramp. And Yeah, I was also thinking maybe the Azir passengers did that. I doubt it. No? They should have been looking for food and water. Okay. <laughs> and, not, and, and rescue, not building, 
I don't know if they would have the technical know-how just to go build that. It just reminds me of the kind of stuff they used to do at the main beach camp. You yeah, know? yeah, it was. They had all those shelves and tables. And... But that was after a long time. Yeah. They just started start building the pantry for a long time. <laughs> you're right. You're Afterwards. right. It hasn't, uh, it hasn't uh, been that. It hasn't been. It's been like a week, so. Yeah. Yeah, it, you're probably right. It was so, weird, though, especially because I think those things usually have a, have a, well, I guess it's a bigger plane, so maybe they don't have the stairs that goes to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, usually those planes have the, uh, you know, you're, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to land in an airport. Yeah, with the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the, uh. What's the thing called? The, the jetway? The, yeah, the jet bridge. The what? The jet bridge. Jet bridge? Oh, is that what they call it? I think so. That was the jetway or something. Oh, it's a jet or bridge. Jet, jet uh, something. I don't know. But, um, okay, so he goes on the plane. <laughs> he sees the wire, and he sees the C4 wired to the electronic system. I feel like that's that's a true statement. Now... What I don't get is why Widmore would rig the plane to explode. Right. So you're right to think that. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, based on the evidence, so Locke, uh, Locke grabs a watch off of one of the guys he kills, mm-hmm. and and then he goes in the plane, and when he goes in the plane, no one else is there. So mm-hmm. that's just Locke, and he clearly looks. He doesn't know what he's doing. He, you know, I mean, I don't mean he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, he, 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 he doesn't already immediately know where yeah, the thing is. Yeah, he doesn't walk straight to, you know, aisle, yeah. you know, 14 and get the thing. He, he, he looks to just honestly discover it. He looks for the wire. He looks at where the wire leads, and then, and then he, he discovers it. But it, it looks like a real search. I mean, if they're going to tell us he planted that there, that's, you know – Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, and also, and when, and when would he have planted it there? Since he he says later, you know, Woodmore had his fences protecting that thing just until recently. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's it's I, I just don't know when he would have planted it there. And then it's like he's putting on a show for us, you right. know, pretending pretending to us that he just finds it. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, so based on that, I conclude that Locke did not put that bomb there. And if Locke didn't do it, who put the bomb there? There's only one group who really could have done that. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. see, I don't see the Ajira passengers doing that. I, I don't think the others did that. Um, so it's, it's got to be Widmore. So I'm going to disagree with you only because I thought about it for two more seconds, and here's what I'm thinking happens now. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm, maybe what happened is, and I don't know how he planted it, but I just don't know. Okay, here's the first part. I don't know why he would take the watch unless he expected to find a bomb. Oh, he expected to find a bomb. I don't doubt that. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe what he did was when he goes into the plane, when he's looking at the wire, he's just maybe checking and to make sure that like it's still hooked up the way he hooked it up. Does that make any sense? So, okay. So, are we supposed to think like he was originally he was he was originally going to get him oh. on the plane and destroy, instead of killing uh, him on the sub, he was going to kill him on the plane. I just got a new theory. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here it is. Locke, Locke killed the Ajir passengers. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So here's my new theory. Locke killed the Ajir passengers. Then he planted the bomb, and his original plan was to do the same thing he does with the sub, but with the plane. Okay. Okay. And, but, and so then when he sends Widmore, sorry, when he sends Sawyer over there, he just, you know, he just is really just sending him on a basic mission to make sure the coast is clear over there. But Widmore's over there. I think once he finds out that Widmore's over there, he realizes he's not going to be able to pull off the plane plan. And why? he and he knows that don't ask me why. And he knows <laughs> Okay. And he knows that there's a submarine there, which is a nice also a nice enclosed place. So he decides he'll instead take his bomb off the plane and use the submarine. Okay. So, so the reason why why the plane plan won't work I mean, I, I guess just because it, it'll be it'd be harder to get the plane to take off and get away from Widmore's people than the sub. Well, I'm confused now. From whose perspective? Rock. But he doesn't want that. He just wants them all to die in an explosion. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. But 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 he but. But if they're going to do that, you know, he needs to get them all on there and, like, you know, get get the oh, – okay. Well, that didn't sound that hard, does it? I mean, it? all he has to do is turn the plane on and the thing blows up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, maybe – see, that's what's weird to me is I feel like – I feel like the sub is a better choice from him, for him. I just don't see why – why if he if, – if Locke planted the C4, why didn't he continue with the with the plane plan? Why does he come out and say, oh, no, Widmore rigged this plane. We don't know if there's more C4. Uh, let's take the sub. When when it seems like if he's the one who planted the C4, then his plan is still working. Yeah, and he can just herd them onto the plane. And... Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, so that's uh, that's that's a theory that probably doesn't work. So let's go over to the other theory, which okay. is, which is that Widmore planted the bomb. Okay, which means he run the risk of killing all, all, the the, all the candidates. Yeah, so that's really bad. And there does seem to be evidence that Winmore didn't guard the plane very well. So yeah. he's he, it's really out of his control that they get on there and they all die. <laughs> Is it possible that that's okay with him? <laughs> Could he just be lying? He doesn't care about protecting them. I, I don't know. No, know. no. They can't. Both sides can't want everybody dead. That's just too much. Is that too much? That's too much. By maybe, maybe he really does just want power. Maybe he wants to be the new Smokey. Oh jeez. He can he can kill all the candidates and then he he takes over the power of the Smokey. Why? I don't know. He wants okay. power. But why does he automatically become smoky? <laughs> There's no reason. Okay. I, yeah, I have no idea. I, 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 you know, honestly, honestly, it seems like a big contrivance. You know, it just, it really seems like the writing just doesn't make sense. Uh, because let, let, let's divide this up, right? The things that make it seem like Locke did it are, to me, are he grabs a watch before he gets on the plane. Right. He's expecting to find a bomb. He's expecting, at least expecting a need for a watch. <laughs> he might want to tell, you know, what time it is later. I don't know. But, yeah, okay, no, seriously. He's expecting to find the bomb. <laughs> okay. 
Now, now the thing that makes it seem like Widmore, so so the, that that's one that's one check mark for for Locke doing it. Although he could he could really have just intuited that Widmore put a bomb on the plane, not wanting them to leave. You know, not wanting him to leave specifically. Okay, but that's the thing. Why not? Why not blow the plane up and make it unable to leave before anyone even gets on it? See, I think that's why what, not. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's <laughs> that's the problem. But I think one. I think one answer might be that you know Whitmore said he didn't want Locke to leave the island, so maybe he put the bomb on the plane to you know make sure it didn't he didn't get on the plane and leave. <laughs> you just reiterated that, but uh, so I'll reiterate <laughs> what I said, which is why not disable the plane beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying this, I'm not saying it's without its problems, but just just you know as a possible like you know pseudo explanation. But that's what, but that's my point though is I understand he doesn't want Locke to get on the plane and leave, but why wait until yeah. Locke is on the plane to disable the plane? Uh, right. Uh, yeah, he really shouldn't have done that. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so that, so the thing that makes it look like it's Locke is he, he, he grabs a watch. The thing that makes it look like it's Widmore is Locke seems to honestly just find the C4, uh, you know, which, I, which I could even put back on Locke and say, you know, he really did plan it and, um, here's the thing, here's the thing, skip all this, here's the thing, is there anything we can think of? that would make it logical for Locke to change his plan. So so the setup is he wants them, that he put the C4 on the plane, and he wants them to all get on the plane, and then the plane to turn on and the plane to explode. But for some reason he changes his mind, and he wants to do that same thing on the sub. What would have made him change his mind from the point that he put the bomb on there to when he comes back? To take the bomb out. Could you? Is there anything we could think of that, like, you know, what circumstance would have changed where he would think, okay, the sub is a better, a better way to do this? Is it that he didn't know about the sub? Maybe that's the answer. He didn't know about the sub, sub until uh, Sawyer went over there. Well, yeah, I yeah, I mean that that would be. I mean that's sort of what I was trying to say. I just, I still don't know. I mean, maybe that is all there is to it. He he just he just thinks the sub's a better plan, and and he didn't have that option when he planted the bomb. Mhm, mhm. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. I I I don't mind inconsistencies as long as it can be explained that he decided to change that he that he changed his mind. Yeah. About his plan, because like I said, otherwise it's like your plan was working. If you're the one who planted the bomb, your plan was working. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he goes to the plane and he finds the wire, he's really just sort of, you know, making sure it's intact or something or, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know what he's doing besides fooling us into thinking he just found it. It's, it also helps him a little bit. It gives him a few points because it looks like he saved their lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's good too. So so I, I, think, I think that played in as well. So, God, it's frustrating. I can't – I really hate not knowing who did that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's the same thing with the Ajira people. If he planted the bomb, I say he killed the Ajira people. Yeah, now if he planted the bomb, he killed the Ajira people. I would agree with that. 
So I, it, it looks like it's but one when, way or the other. I, just, I still don't know when he did it, and I, I still don't know how. Maybe he was lying that he can waft over the water. Maybe he was lying about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. I, I, it's, yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Because, so the, the lock version of the plan sounds cleaner to me. Yeah. It, it, the, Widmore, it, the Widmore plan has too many, I mean, it's too dangerous. It just, yeah. it, it, he should have just disabled the plane, number one. He shouldn't have moved the fences, number two. Yeah. And uh, and number three, he could he would have killed all the candidates. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't think he wants to do. No. Unless, could, it, could it be some really elaborate conspiracy between between Smokey and Widmore? Oh, jeez. We can't trust either of them? Like, is it? Uh, could they really actually be working together, like my original theory? <laughs> and it just looks like they aren't? Well, anything's possible, um, but I I don't want to believe that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Okay, so I mean, God, I'm really not sure. I about mean, what? The, uh, about which way this is supposed to be? Or I, I'm I'm I settled it in my head. Because I, I, I think the lock side works better, but I still think they could tell us it's Woodmore and it's just kind of it's just kind of bad plotting. I mean, I think that's possible. I, like I said, I think I think the Sawyer thing ties into that. There was already confusion about the the Sawyer's errand over there and who killed the Jira passengers. And I think yeah, I think I think both of these big questions, you know, who put the bomb on the plane and who killed the Jira passengers. It makes it, it makes more sense if it's locked because you know like I like like I said you know if if he didn't know about the sub then that gives you, you know until Sawyer went over there and came back with the information then then that's a good reason why he changed his plan yeah. you know he went over there to kill the Jira passengers he put the C4 on the plane I don't know where he got C4 from he put the C4 <laughs> on the plane that's a good and, point uh, <laughs> yeah and um, and uh, you know, and he, and he grabs the watch on the way in. The only problem with the lock plan for me is he seems to naturally find the bomb, but I, I can discard that. Yeah. Uh, I can discard that, but besides that, it seems like, uh, it seems, yeah, I'm, I'm convinced he did it. Um, Whitmore had way too much to lose. He seemed way too inept to really handle what he was even doing, let alone try to do other stuff, so... <laughs> Oh, uh, Woodmore. We had high hopes for you. We did. All the mo- like the mortar stuff he did. I mean, that was definitely yeah. like, okay. He's got he's got a lot of firepower, but it's like okay, well that's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where were those coming from? I still don't know. Mis- mystery missiles. <laughs> Maybe he brought the uh, U.S. Navy with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're just outside the barrier. <laughs> wow. Got a couple of uh, aircraft carriers over there. Okay, okay. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> the Navy, like, come in and... God, yeah, that's that's a weird ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 
I I pretty much agree. I think that's who that that story works better for me. It's just I'm not 100 percent convinced. It's just it's not it's it's not the other way. And 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 the plotting's just kind of inept. So you'd rather take Widmore doing it in a shitty story than Locke doing it in a story working? No, not that I'd rather. I'm just not sure it's not true. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not my preference. I mean, originally I thought Locke killed the Jared Pastor, so I kind of like that this recovers that. Um, yeah. Because uh, I had kind of given up that fight. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was sure Woodmore did it. Now I'm, now I think it makes more sense that that Locke did it. Um, you know, it just, it just seems like to me there's not so much evidence Woodmore did it. You know, Locke, Locke, Locke says Woodmore put the bomb on there. That should be evidence enough that he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like you said, it makes Locke seem like they they say you know that he saved them again, which was uh, you know which was part of his plan to get them to trust him. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'm willing to buy it. I pretty much buy it. I'm just I I don't know. Somehow I'm not a hundred percent sure it's right. Yeah. But it works. I mean, for the story, it works. It is it is a little weird that he seems to look for it. That, that, mm-hmm. That's probably the worst part of the theory to me. Yeah, like he he. It's almost like he forgot where he put it. That's what it seems like. If he if he knew it was there, it just seems like he forgot where he put it. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah. does find it pretty quickly. Right. So. Yeah. I'd be I'd be surprised if you forgot it, but now I know you're wavering on on what, which side you believe. I'll throw this on the Widmore side. Uh, that maybe maybe what Widmore wanted was to have all the candidates captive in the cages and locked to get on the plane by himself. Ah, but Widmore should know that that Locke, you know, can't leave without the others, yeah. without everyone else. So. That, right. that doesn't really make sense, but I, it may, you know, that could have been possibly what he was trying to get to happen. Mm-hmm. But again, if you don't want anyone flying the plane, disable a plane. Right, <laughs> that's a simple solution that no one seems to have thought of. Nope. <sighs> Even Albert's whole thing—it's like it's—we can't just go disable it. We got to blow it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That no one, no one. No one's on on board with just disabling things. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Go get a couple of um, hammers or, or axes and bust some more windows out of that plane. You can't pressurize that plane. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's it's not that hard. I mean, planes, you know, planes need a lot of stuff to work right. Yeah. It was a bad situation anyway. Oh, yeah, totally. So I just find that hard to believe. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I guess just because, uh, yeah, why should I believe that? I don't know. God, I'm just filled with doubt. I don't know what I'm doing. We're going to the next scene. 
I'll go with Locke. Wait, before we go to the next scene, um, uh, when Sawyer says, that's twice he saved our asses, guess I was wrong about you. I really believed him. <laughs> and then he turns around two seconds later, oh, like, I don't trust that him? thing one bit. Oh, I saw that one coming. I didn't. Like, yeah. Danny and Sawyer, I yeah. bought it. No. <sighs> I was I was surprised that he was like, you know, get him in the water and we got to make sure he doesn't get on the sub. And I, I'm glad Sawyer at least did this. At least he was trying to not let Locke leave. Yeah. Like, that's 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 something. Yeah, it is something. Even though he, yeah, even though he's kind of responsible for all the death. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to at least not do the worst, worst thing. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and I think that Jack makes a point later, you know, he doesn't think Locke can leave unless they're dead. You know, I think we were all thinking... Locke can only leave if they're dead or if they all go together. You know, right. That's what he said. Yeah. But I don't even think that's true. I, think, I don't either. I think uh, they have to be dead, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a revelation from this episode. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we didn't really know. I mean, they, they they hadn't made it totally clear. But I think, you know, when when, uh, cause that, when when they had that scene with Jacob and the man in black and he says, you know, if you kill me, someone will take my place. And he's like, well, I'll kill them too. You know, I thought that meant the one who actually becomes Jacob, you know. And I think that is what he means, of course, in that context. But it made it sound like as long as no one steps up, you know, that he doesn't have to kill them. Yeah. And that, that was my impression. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are in terms of, you know. I, I, I feel like anyone who's left behind is a problem for him leaving. I feel like he can't leave until everyone on the island is dead. Yeah, yeah. Particularly the candidates. Particularly the candidates. But, yeah, I think in general he just, he wants to leave a clean slate. Yeah. Um, Because then he's sure. I mean, if everyone's dead, then uh, there can't be anyone to stop him from leaving. Mm. Which, Which really makes me wonder, like, what happens you know, what happens when he leaves? Like, how, what is he planning to do? Because, like, he destroys the submarine. I guess that was your point. Like, the plane is still in play because they didn't blow it up. Yeah. Um, I still don't see how they're going to fly it with those front windshields broken. But Yeah, and now it looks like Frank might be dead, so they don't even have a pilot anymore. Yeah. Um. So that's, that's another weird thing. But uh, I've still never been able to – I've never been able to wrap my head around the scene where the smoke monster gets on the plane and just flies away. That's so I, I, I have to imagine it'd be something like he 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 flies and 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 once he passes through the barrier, something there happens. Okay. You know, it's you know we fade to white or the black or something 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 happens sort of when he when he passes through the barrier. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing too. You need a bearing. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna pull that off. There's no Dan. No Dan. Really need a Dan. Maybe Desmond can help. Maybe. Um, okay. So I think that's it about this scene. All right. So the next scene we flash sideways 
Jack attempts to wake John, still in his recovery room. John mumbles, push the button, and I wish you had believed me, while unconscious. Uh, Jack sees Claire in the hallway and goes to talk to her. <laughs> in the lounge, Jack buys an Apollo bar, and they go sit down. Claire shows Jack a music box, which Christian left to her. Jack has no idea what it means. Claire asks Jack how Christian died. He tells her Christian was found outside a bar in Sydney. He drank himself to death. And that Jack flew down to get Christian's body, but the airline lost the coffin. Claire tells Jack she just flew in from Sydney, and Jack asks if it was Oceanic A15. Of course it was. Jack opens the box, which plays Catch a Falling Star. He tells Claire he doesn't know the significance. As Claire leaves, Jack offers for her to stay at his place. She wonders why, since they are strangers. He tells her they are family. So heartfelt. So very heartfelt, yes. Mm-hmm. You feel it in your heart. That's exactly where you feel it. That's where, yeah, that's where it all starts. That's why they call it heartfelt. That's right. <laughs> that's why they call it that. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Um, looks a little bit like Locke is dreaming of the island or something. Um, yeah. I thought it was so dis- – it was a little weird to me to see him do this – part now it seems like you should have done that in the first scene with jack or something mm-hmm. you know it's almost like you know it's like it's like jack wakes him up in the beginning of the episode and, and talks to him and then helen comes in and then at some point Locke falls asleep again and then has this weird like connection with, yeah. the, with the stuff it's like what yeah <laughs> this should have happened post-surgery not after you were better <laughs> I agree. That makes more sense. That would yeah, it sense. just it felt a little disjointed coming coming at this point, but yeah. Uh, and then Claire enters the picture. Um, what back. does the music box mean? So much Claire. So yeah, you know, uh, I, I knew that Catch a Falling Star was like I knew it was um, on the on the mobile that was in the crib and. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew all that connection, and uh, but uh, like both of them, the one in the dream and the one in maternity leave and the significance of all that. But like it wasn't until this season that I, now I can actually recognize it. <laughs> like now I actually know what it really sounds like. I think mm-hmm. I think because I hadn't I hadn't heard it sung. I, you know, when you just hear the like ting, 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 like it doesn't really sound like much. Yeah. You know, but now I can actually hear the words that go with it. So I actually recognize it when you know when when they play it yeah yeah if they hadn't done the sundown thing i i, I don't know if i would Mm-hmm. yeah it just sounds like a bunch of chiming sounds yeah otherwise exactly yeah i wouldn't be able to distinguish it from like uh russo's music box mm-hmm. you know for example which i have no idea what, what i that thought was. this was going to be for some reason <laughs> When they first opened it up, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be Rousseau's box. So that didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I don't know why it would be, but it was the only box I could really think of uh, off the top of my head. Um, so is there is there a mystery here? I mean, what is this supposed to be? Uh, like, why bring up this? I mean, is it just sort of a contrivance to get Claire and Jack together? Uh, and they're not really doing anything with this. It seemed odd to sort of bring up, like, what is this? I don't know. And and that's it. 
Well, it gets in the wow. Okay. What really happens here plot wise is, you know, to me, the biggest thing is Claire agrees to come stay with Jack. So okay. that might, that might become significant. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't know what they're getting out of it. Um, you know, other than the tie together, the, the, the catch a falling star thing. And right. you know, I guess what did Christian sing? Did, did he sing that to her when she's a kid? Is that what we're supposed to think? I don't know. She has this line where she says, um, let's see, what is the line? Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, I can't find it. Oh, uh, yeah. Never, uh, never even met this man. Okay, that just sounds weird. Is that really what she says? Yeah, yeah, she, she says she never met him. Okay, so then I don't think, I mean, if he signed her when she was little, would she count that as not having met him? Well, she might not remember. Okay. Oh, 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 she might not remember in this case. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she might not remember if he, you know, if if she was a baby or a little kid and, and he, you know, once or twice a year, okay. he would come visit her and he sang her that song asleep or something. Because she, she did, in the original timeline, she did remember in the original timeline, yeah, she well, he was there when her mom was sick and stuff. Right. So she definitely met him. Yeah, yeah. She met. Well, she also met him, but yeah. So maybe he just told her something, and that's how she knew. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it seemed like she remembered. But you're right. She actually did meet him. So you're probably right. She he just he was just there when she was younger, and but she didn't meet him when she remembers. Yeah. I guess. So maybe that's all the music box is about. Like we know that because we know about the original timeline, and they don't. Yeah, I think that's all it's about. I don't really, I can't imagine they're doing too much more with that. Okay. Okay. I guess I, yeah, I, I'm never quite sure about scenes like this because it just they do give it attention. They they bring it up, they open it, they look in it. It takes time, screen time, and and. And they don't get anything out of it, so I just wonder if that's if that's actually going to matter, um, or if they'll just never bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's hard to tell. Something will happen. Like I said, I think plot wise, it seems like Claire is going to stay with Jack, and and then of course they'll be you know she'll be in the picture. So yeah, that'll probably help in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, now she's going to go stay with Jack. I mean, God, how much more can happen? I guess a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, in the last episode, I really thought that, you know, everything was coming to a head. All the characters were sort of getting in the same place, and it was just a matter of time. But now it's just, it's slowed down, and I don't know. It doesn't look as much like it's going anywhere. I bet bet Jack's going to deliver Aaron. Oh, God, really? Jack will fix Locke, and he'll also, like, nah, I don't know, but, uh, you know. I mean, he's she, a doctor. She shouldn't, she's not due for her baby until, like, a month, but. Oh, okay, that'll stop her from giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was just going to give birth the other day. They had yeah. stopped, you know, they stopped her contractions. So yeah. All she needs is a, you know, a sneeze, and that baby's on its way. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, you're you're right. They can do it if they want. Yeah. But is that what it's going to be? It's just going to be like a lot of connections and 
fade to white? Like, <sighs> no, something will happen. I mean, they they will. Re- you know, they're gonna have to realize. They they will all need to realize the the main timeline exists, and then they're gonna have to make a choice. Of course. Okay. Choice. Uh, they're, yeah, they're gonna have to to you know do something. Uh, they're going to have to make some sort of choice or decision about what to do with this information. So I don't know what that's going to be, but that that just seems like it has to be true. Yeah. Choice, choice, destiny, choice. (laughs) You know? Right. As usual. As usual. Those are the four, the four, uh, the four lost. Things. Four pillars of lost, yeah, lost thank story. You. The fourfold lost path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they do bring up the fact that they lost the body again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's natural for Jack to bring it up, so yeah. may not matter, but still, that I thought it was interesting that they that he said they lost his father, but they, he, he didn't say they lost the coffin. You know, he's like, I went, to, oh. I flew down to get his body, and they lost it. But it's like, you know, they didn't specific, he didn't specifically say they lost the coffin. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're setting, they're setting this weird thing up for maybe, maybe Kirsten to to reappear somehow. You know? Oh my God, could they really do that? <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck. They want. <laughs> <laughs> what loss can do knows no bounds. I really, you know, I really think at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess they could. I guess they could. Yeah, so speaking of something along those lines, I read this post about something that I think I might have said along these lines in the Through the Looking Glass podcast that you know, if they do if they do some kind of alternate timeline, then I I won't watch Lost anymore or something like mm. that. Some wonderful grand pronouncement like that. Um and uh all I can say is um you know, they eased me into it. Like there, there were various times where I might have said certain things would be deal breakers, but by the time we got to it, you know, I, I bought into it. I mean, I think they developed it in a way that it worked and it was plausible. And you know, they've never they've never overstepped the bounds of what I think is you know good uh, storytelling. Uh, even if even if the device sounds like a bad idea, they do it in a way that I like. You know, so yeah. I mean, I think you're. I'm sure you're. Uh, you're. You're. Um, you are basically saying you don't want the explanation to be a cop out. Yeah. Of oh, okay, it's an alternate timeline. Yes, that was the point. I didn't want him to show us this flash forward and then say, yeah. oh, but that didn't really happen. That. Yeah, exactly. Or like it's just a dream, or yeah. it, you know, anything like that. Of here's this outside explanation of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, everything they have has been sort of internally working. So. Exactly. Yeah. And they stuck to it. You know, they didn't do the thing I was worried about at the time. And the alternate talent that they have introduced is different. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's completely different people, and they're doing their own thing. They've got their own little story. And it, it's connected to the original one, but it, it's they're not doing the thing that I didn't want about the alternate timeline idea. Yeah. So... So I don't, I don't mind. I'll take it. But yeah, just crazy that did, like that alternate timeline was even being discussed uh, back then. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I did clearly think that that was out of bounds for the show at the time. Yeah. But in my defense, that was the end of season three. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, things hadn't fully gotten crazy yet. No, no, no. The crazy was just starting. <laughs> yeah, like that was the beginning of the crazy, really. I I had no idea what we were in for over the next couple seasons. So, you know, I just didn't – I. So that like right now I'm thinking no way that they're going to bring Christian back that's too crazy but you know I guess they could do it I, yeah if they really if they really want to I mean if they can make it work um, then that'd be okay I do want to see Christian somehow some way so you know almost even though I don't see how it could make sense I I sort of want it to be true yeah. Um, all right, we get another cameo for the Apollo bar. Oh, yeah. Yet another reference. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need a little push. <laughs> God. I like that he tries to give Claire the candy bar. Yeah, I saw that. He's like, no. Candy bar? <laughs> <laughs> I bought one. You want it? I found out from the, uh, uh, from the John Jack Jacksbeer podcast that in season two, the Apollo bars were like protein energy bars, mm-hmm. basically just because they didn't melt as much because mm-hmm. um, it was like hot where, where they were shooting. And so, uh, but they, they tasted really bad, apparently. Like they were just like thick and protein mm-hmm. and not at all, you know, sweet and chocolatey. Yeah. But apparently they changed them at some point, and they're actually chocolate now. Oh, good. So, just so you know. Duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. So, anything else with this scene? Uh, guess not. Boom, we're back on the island. The gang scopes out the sub. None of Woodmore's men are on the dock. Sawyer tells the group the plan and makes sure Jack and Locke have their back. Jack assures Sawyer he does. Sawyer heads out with Son, Frank, Jen, and Hurley in tow. They board the sub and soon find the captain. Sawyer sticks a gun in the captain's face and tells him they're ready to sub. Outside, Kate, Saeed, and Claire advance towards the sub. Locke grabs his pack and hands Jack his pack. As the uh, as they advance to the sub, Locke asks Jack to reconsider leaving the island. Jack is sure he wants to stay. Locke tells Jack whoever told him he had to stay didn't know what they were talking about. Jack turns to Locke and tells him that John Locke told him he had to stay and then pushes Locke into the water. Suddenly, Kate gets shot. Widmore's men fire from the jungle tree line. Saeed, Jack, and Claire fire back. Jack grabs Kate and takes her to the sub. Saeed yells for Claire to come, but she's busy laying cover fire and taking out Woodmore's men. Locke makes his way back on the dock and shoots the rest of Woodmore's men. On the sub, Jack tells the gang Woodmore's men shot Kate. He tells Hurley to get a first aid kit. Saeed tells Sawyer. Ah! What? Sorry, I'm just, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of action. Sawyer tells Sawyer only Claire is left on the dock. Sawyer calls for Claire, but then sees Locke. Sawyer closes the sub hatch and radios to Frank to order the captain to dive. Claire runs after the sub, but Locke stops her. He tells her she doesn't want to be on the submarine. 
Kate asks where Claire is, saying they can't leave without her. Hurley comes back, unable to find a first aid kit. Jack tells Jen to go get his pack, then finds the C4 rigged to a timer. Jack realizes they did exactly what Locke wanted them to do. Boom. Oh, Locke. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, okay, so, yeah, God, that was a lot of action. Yeah, that's a lot going on. I just got tired. I was like, oh, man, I can't take all this. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay, so to start at the beginning, uh liked a little bit with Sawyer saying, can you get our backs? Seemed mm-hmm. like a little callback to the Juliet thing with you got my back. Yeah, totally. Um, it was the same context, too. Uh, and uh, let's see. Um, I didn't, the first time I watched this, I did not notice a little switcheroo with the backpacks. Oh, I did. <laughs> Damn you. And I hate, but you know what? I blame the show because they cut to it. They cut to him grabbing both packs, and I go, oh, God, he's going to switch the damn packs. Oh. So I, I, I knew the setup was coming before it even happened. It was, you know, it didn't, that didn't take out too much of the drama, but it's still like, yeah. he, You know, when Evil Incarnate gives you a backpack, <laughs> you know, I, just, I, I was a little suspicious of, of what was going to happen. So. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like before in the scene with Sawyer, you were saying, you know, you you trust you thought Sawyer was telling the truth when he told mm-hmm. Locke, you know, he told Locke, uh, I trust you. But there's a shot in there of Sawyer like thinking, you know, he's got his head down and he's like, you know, in between stuff that's going on after he says that, they set up the thing that happens with him and Jack talking. Yeah. You know, so they always do that. Like they they they, they show you those little shots of of setting up what's going to happen. You know, and they need to, but if but if you're paying attention specifically to what's going on, you know, you can spoil yourself by going, "Okay, well what does that mean that they're showing us lot grabbing both backpacks and giving Jack one of them, you know?" Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, like I was just wrapped up in the action, and yeah, I didn't really give a shit about who the bat, who had what backpack, and I was just that's like, the thing. with the action, every every shot counts. So yeah. why are they going to show this shot unless it means something? Yeah, you know that that's what that's why it sticks out to me with stuff like that. It's like okay, well, it, it, because of the action, the fact that they're showing this means something. Something's up, you know. Right, but I'm not even suspicious. I'm just worried about what's happening and I'm ready to get mm-hmm. back to it and anxious. And so I'm not even thinking, like, why are they showing me this? Like, no, I'm thinking, like, You're you lucky. know, they're in trouble. They need to get on the sub, you know, go, Jack, go. Like, I'm not really – it's not really in my head that, that there's something yeah. suspicious about that, you know, when, I, when I'm wrapped up in the moment. When I watched it the second time, it stood out. Yeah. Because I was thinking clearly, and I wasn't just sort of wrapped up in the action as much. Yeah, well, you know how I watch TV shows, and I just, I'm always thinking about the, I I ruin stuff so much. I ruin jokes for myself. I ruin plot lines for myself, because I'm always trying to figure out what what it is. Right. I I rarely just sit back, and and I I really can't, uh, you know, going, you know, having, you know, screenwriting training and stuff is just like I'm looking at the building blocks too much. Yeah. Of how they of how they're doing these things and it just you know, I mean obviously they get you know obviously they can fool me plenty of times but when it when it's when it's little things like that you know, uh it just it stands out to me and I'm like oh, okay well he has C4 in his bag and he just gave Jack a backpack <laughs> let's see what happens right right yeah. I, I especially the first time I watch it, I tend to just I tend to just go with it and not think about things. Usually, if I notice something, then I'm not involved enough in the story. Like, 
mm-hmm. if I if I'm really if I'm really involved in what's going on, like I just lose track of stuff. Like I completely lost track of what happened to Frank. Like I remember at the end, I was like, I don't know where Frank is. I <laughs> like I missed it. I don't even remember what happened to him because there was so much else going on. Mm. I just I lost it. Because I was just, you know, I was worried about all the characters. The main. I think characters. I'm a better. I'm a better multitasker. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just have something to do when with I it. get involved in in the main thing, like all the extra stuff just just goes by me because I'm just worried about what's happening. The main point, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm missing the smaller things. So, anyway, yeah, just. Uh, uh, it's 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 definitely catchable. I could have caught it if I had been a little more detached from what was going on. But part of me wishes they wouldn't have even showed it. You know, I, I part of me wishes I didn't see it and it would have just been a, a total surprise. But because uh, you know, it's like when when Jin, when yeah when Jin gets Jack's backpack, I'm just like, okay, well, what's in here, huh? You know, because that's the kind of thing of like you know uh, any other any other situation. It's like Jen, you know, uh, Jack tells Hurley to go get the first aid kit, but Hurley comes back without one. And then what's the next step? Okay, well, what's in my backpack? You know, Jack doesn't say, you know, Hurley, give me your shirt, or does someone have an extra shirt? He goes, no, no, there's probably an extra shirt in my bag. And it's just like, okay, well, here's the setup to see what's in the bag. Yeah. See, I'm not even worried about what's in the bag because I didn't even notice that he switched them. Yeah. So, like, to me, it's – you know, I'm worried about what's happening with the sub. You know, but you didn't think he was going to find a shirt in the bag, right, and just, like, fix Kate up. I mean, I, I mean, maybe he could believe have. Believe it or not, I did. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea that that was Well, that's good. That's what they want. ...was a setup for something. I, I really didn't think he was just going to get a shirt, and, you know, it was going to be about the escape. I really just did not realize what they were doing. Yeah. It, it wasn't until... Um, it wasn't until Locke said, you don't want to be on that sub, that I, that I realized something was wrong. Mm. Well, um, according to Lostpedia, you can see the first aid kit in the in the captain's uh, area where Frank is. So oh, maybe, really? uh, yeah, maybe uh, Hurley didn't go up there to look, but... Uh, Apparently there was a first aid kit on board somewhere. But anyway, um, yeah, this whole thing about the C4 though, that that was pretty. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then Jack realizing, okay, we just played right into his plan. And and I wanted to, you know, I was remember when I was rewatching, I'm like, why does Jack even get on the sub? He didn't even want to leave, you know. But it's because Kate got shot. Yes. You know, he why. was too busy thinking about, you know, trying to help her and get her on board. The, you know, because right. otherwise he wouldn't have even gotten on there. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like maybe it's also just because they were being shot at. Huh? I feel like it's also maybe because they were being shot at. Oh, well, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he could have, you know, he could have done something else besides getting on the sub. But the fact that he care, he ha- you know, he picks up Kate, and he's, you know, he's yeah. Jack. He's the doctor. He's going to take care of her. Yeah. You know, that's the big reason why he gets on there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when uh, when Jack says John Locke told me I needed to stay and oh. push him in the water. <laughs> That was so great. That's one of the best. That's one of the best moments of the season. I found that immensely satisfying. <laughs> so great. So oh, when he man. turns and goes, John Locke told me I had to say. Yeah. He's telling 
John Locke that, you know, like yeah. And then he he takes the gun and like pushes him in the water. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty nice. Yeah, that's one of those moments that uh, I just I didn't see it coming, and uh, and it was just like yes, finally. <laughs> well, what's funny about that too? What's sort of ironic is doesn't doesn't Locke remember John Locke saying that? Yeah. He should. You know, because he said, whoever told you that, like, doesn't he know he told him that? Mm-hmm. He so would. He would know that, yes. But, yeah, it was really satisfying. It, it reminded me of a very, uh, a, a better version than uh, than that little exchange with, uh, like, like uh, with Kate and Aldo when he's like, you better not slow me down. And she, like, he walks oh, away oh, and, she, and she mumbles. <laughs> And it's like I want it more of like what Jack does of like you better not slow me down, Aldo. You know, yeah. in his face. You know, yeah. uh, you know. So I'm glad they, you know, they have a sort of similar exchange. But Jack, you know, it really works, and he pushes him in the water. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just it was it was, um, <laughs> and, and just having you know having Jack say you know he's he's staying on the island because Locke told him and this guy mm-hmm. you know took his form and like tricked him into thinking he should die and it's just you know it's it, finally someone sort of you know getting something over on Smokey plus the fact that it's actually Jack mm-hmm. um, you know kind of defending Locke in a way yeah um, get, you know getting to that point there's just so much about the situation that made made that work yeah, you know, it's pretty powerful how they, you know, th- this whole idea of, of trust and faith in somebody else, and, you know, so much of the show is about that, you know. Uh, and it, it, and it's, it's it's interesting how powerful that is when, you know, when Jack just, he has faith in what Locke has told him, and, and you know, he trusts that what Locke said is true, and he's going to turn to the smoke monster and tell him that. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it's so, yeah. it's so powerful that way. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it's. To to be at that point in the show is is really uh really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you you got Jack convinced, it's like you know you can turn water into wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, miracles do happen, Helen. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. You know, Jack is. You know, this is this is Jack. You know, who the, you know this is Doctor. You know, this is Doctor Jack who who thinks it's it's impossible for him to die. You know, like yeah. he he understands that the fundamental laws of the universe are not working here. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's like he he's he's able to wrap his mind around so many crazy things, and uh, yeah, it's uh, and, and I just love that Jack Jack realizes the sort of key element here of of you know. You know, well, he says it later, but you know, Locke, Locke can't leave with that with them alive, and mm-hmm. and the whole idea of what his plan was and stuff like that, and that he can't kill them, and he wants us to kill each other, and like things like like I just love that Jack is the one who sort of figures all that stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's it's. I mean, yeah. That, the thing that's great about it is that has been. Jack's journey since like mm-hmm. the beginning of the show really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they they really developed that uh very nicely. I mean, it it it's been consistent the entire time. That that slow thing. I mean, initially it was just it was just conflict with Locke. Um mm-hmm. 
but then it, it got taken to another level once he actually left the island. Jack pulled a gun on Locke and pulled the trigger. He did. <laughs> he really did. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's still, that's that was, man. <laughs> I That still kind of blows me away. He knew the gun was empty by the weight of it. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's not true, though. I don't think it's true. It's not. <laughs> You're not going to shoot me, click. <laughs> Although I would say, can can Jack even could he have killed Locke? Would 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 the island have stopped that from happening? Can the candidates kill each other? I, I guess think they can. so. I think that's sort of the they point of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's a little confusing how all that works, but, yeah, I think he could have killed him, Mm -hmm. potentially. Um, You want me to go to the next part of this scene? If the gun had bullets. Um, Let's see. In this sequence, there's a lot more. More bulletproof lock. Yeah. Sort of talked about that. It is weird though to see. So, do you think? Do you think Locke is somehow like weaker when he's in the water or something? Like, is is that is that? A yeah, thing? I mean, Locke Locke can't be around a sub without getting wet. Huh? <laughs> that that seemed like such a weird parallel of. Uh, it really did, yeah. Just like all of a sudden he's wet. I mean, I think that's why the original Locke was wet, right? Jack pushed it in. Jack pushed it in. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. Wow. Could that be the deleted scene? Deleted scene? Yeah, no, it can't be. He just comes out um, and Jack pushes him in? No. Um, what was your question before? Oh, is, is Locke is, weaker when he's in the water? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. It was what like makes you Sawyer, think he was weaker? Sawyer specified to Jack, like, get him in the water. And so maybe well, I think that's the only thing that could reliably slow him down. You know, because you, if, you, you know, if you hit him or anything, he's just going to get up. But, yeah. you know, actually being in the water means he's got to, you know, he's got to take a couple seconds to actually get back up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would buy, you know, I would buy the theory that, that I would buy that there's something to that idea that he's, you know, being in the water would do something to him if – Sawyer had any good reason to think that. He just, I don't think Sawyer has any good reason to think well, specifically the water would do anything. Well, the reason why, the only reason why I'm suspicious of that is he did have the conversation with Locke about how he can't turn into Smokey over the water. Mm-hmm. So I, so I was thinking that maybe he somehow thought that that meant, you know, pushing him in the water would either prevent, just prevent him from turning into Smokey or I don't know what, mm. but like he did have a conversation about water and Smokey. Yeah. So, so that, that made me think somehow that that's why he said those things. I don't know. Maybe that's taking it too far. I really don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's a little something there, I think of, of at least, of at least putting that idea in Sawyer's head that, uh, that he he couldn't be smoky. He couldn't just turn into smoky uh, when he's in the water. I'd buy that, but I think in general, he just needed him to be stalled. Yeah. And that's that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. 
You know, I, I know Claire's sort of occupied, but she got a lot of calls to get in the sub. You know, that's the thing. That's you know, she was. It seemed like she was trying to just help them get in and, and lay down cover fire. But by the time Saeed is calling for her, it's like, okay, come on. And yeah. then like Sawyer's like, come on. Yeah. It's a little late by the time Sawyer gets up there because Locke is out of the water. But right. But she, you know, again, it's like I know she's, you know, she thinks they left her, but you know, she really should have just left, you know. Yeah. Once once Slaw gets out of the water and starts shooting, she should have left. She should have known he ha- he could handle it. Yeah. And she should have got on the sub. Yeah, totally. But it, it's a TV show. <laughs> that's really, I think that's the answer why she didn't get in. Okay. They, you know, they have, they, they want her with Locke for some other reason. Yeah, I, mean, like, I thought, yeah, when Saeed yells at her, I, I thought that was the time for her to turn around and get in the sub, but. Yeah. And she just, it seemed like she had the chance. And they I think they would have let her in, you know. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. they, I think they tried to let her in. They just... Oh, yeah. That's the thing with Sawyer. Like, I, I always, uh, both times I watch this, uh, I, I, would, I, would, I would think when Sawyer says, who's left up there, and they say Claire, I expect him to just call immediately to Frank and say, dive. Mm-hmm. You know, to immediately go, okay, nobody cares about her, let's go. But he does, and he goes up to the top, and he and he's yeah. like, okay, Claire, come on, you know. So he does try to save right. her. He's the one who didn't even care about her. And it definitely, I think he only shuts the door on her because Locke's right there. Because Locke is right there, totally. And he doesn't want Locke. He didn't want to risk it. Yeah. Although Locke didn't want in. Locke didn't want that's in. The, that's the strange part is, I don't know, you know, if Sawyer would have waited for Claire, I don't know what Locke would have done. Like... I mean, he yeah. can't kill them, so does he just get in? I mean, I don't know what he would have – That's what I mean, not that they would have waited to find out, but I don't know what he would have done if, if he caught up with them before they closed the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It would have got, got awkward when he gets there, and it's like – When he just did, he's soaking wet, and um, Jack's just like, uh, well <laughs> – yeah, or, or he's trying to act like he wants to get in, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'll be there soon. Mm-hmm. I'm coming. I, I'm gonna tie my shoes first, but <laughs> but I'm mad, and you you guys, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. That's um, he he really has to. It really helps that there's Widmore's men shooting at them. Like that makes yeah. it more plausible that he. That he's like occupied and not just running into the sub. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and I think that's the thing. He would have run into the sub if he wanted on it. Yeah. He was trying to make sure they all got on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just yeah. But it comes off like he's comes off like he's protecting them, but at the same time, he you know he's just trying to make sure they all get on. Right, but like I'm trying to imagine like if Widmore's men hadn't shown up, like how would he have played off getting in the sub, not getting in the sub, like. Like, how would that have worked? Like, it just seems like it depends on, you know, it depends on them showing up to make to make it make sense. Oh, no, I guess, that, I guess they betray him, and that's the point. Yeah, I mean, they pushed him, Jack pushed him in the water. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. He pushed him in the water, so they're, they're going to close the door because they don't want him in there. Yeah. That's what he's counting on. I guess I, I was assuming somehow they were they were all just gonna leave and I I forgot they betrayed him. Yeah, okay. Okay. And he he knows they're gonna do that. Mhm. Alright, alright. Never mind. False alarm. Sorry. <laughs> I get it. 
But there's no shirt in the backpack. There's no shirt. But there is a bomb. And, man, he he rigged this bomb with this, like, watch. He just grabbed off some random guy. And yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's pretty 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 good. Yeah. He, rigged the, he rigged the bomb Saeed couldn't easily disarm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's go to the next scene since we're still continuing the drama here. Okay. Uh, Jack, uh, Jack tells them they have to get to the surface. Jen radios the order to Frank. Jack hands the bomb to Saeed and goes back to helping Kate. Jack tells them Locke put the bomb in his, in his pack. Jen doesn't understand why since Locke wanted to come with them. Sawyer says that's why he left Locke behind. And Jack says that's why Locke, uh, I'm sorry, and Jack says that's what Locke wanted him to do. Frank tells Sawyer it will be five minutes before they surface, which is longer than they have. Saeed analyzes the bomb and tells them he's not sure if it can be disarmed safely. Sawyer tells Saeed to step aside. Jack tells Sawyer not to pull out any wires as nothing is going as nothing's going to happen. Jack thinks Locke can't kill them, that he was setting them up all to be in the same place at the same time in an enclosed space they had no hope of escaping. Jack thinks Locke can't leave the island unless they are all dead. He thinks Locke isn't allowed to kill them and wants them to kill each other. Jack tries to convince Sawyer that nothing will happen, but Sawyer doesn't want to do nothing. Jack tells Sawyer he has to trust him. Sawyer says he doesn't and pulls a wire. The timer stops counting down, then suddenly starts counting down even faster. Saeed tells Jack where to find Desmond and emphasizes that Locke wanted him dead and therefore Jack will need him. Jack asks Saeed why he is telling him this. Saeed says, because it's going to be you, Jack. Saeed grabs the bomb and runs towards the back of the sub. As he makes it to another compartment, the bomb explodes. Frank makes his way from the bridge and gets hit by a door from the gushing water. The gang attempts to recover from the blast and is pinned by a large cabinet. Jack tells Hurley to save Kate and gives them an oxygen tank so they can buddy breathe to the surface. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> You're not even done, right? I'm not done yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jin, Jin, uh, uh, Jin, uh, what? Oh, Jin, Sawyer, and Jack pull the large cabinet off of Sun, but find she is pinned by some metal beams. Sawyer gets hit with some falling debris, knocking him unconscious. Jack grabs Sawyer, attempts to also help Sun, but Jen makes him leave to save Sawyer. Jack tries to give Jen the last oxygen tank, but Jen tells him to keep it. Jack makes his way out of the sub with Sawyer. Sun keeps trying, Jen keeps trying to free Sun, but it's not working. Sun tells him he has to leave, but he says he won't leave her. As the water rises, he continues to free her, to try to free her. She begs him to leave. In Korean, Jin tells Sun he will never leave her again. They tell each other they love each other and share their final moments as the sub sinks further and further. We see Sun and Jin's hands holding each other tightly, then their hands slowly drift apart. End of scene. Oh, wow, what a scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just a lot. killed, like, a lot of characters with that I know. scene. Holy shit. Okay, so let's start with the minor one first. Is Frank dead? Did he just take a door to the face and that's that's Frank? You know, again, if if, if they if if they kill him off screen, you know, I, I don't think they're dead. Um I I don't think Frank's done, but he he could be done, but uh ugh, it just you know, 
doing a little montage at the end with Sun and Jin, and and you know the the the, the sub is sinking, and they cut to a, a couple of shots of some flooded compartments. One of them looks like where Frank was, mm-hmm. and you don't see him there. So I, I kind of I kind of feel like he just got knocked out, and but he he made he made it out. Okay, and we just he just didn't make it to where they all meet up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That would be a really crappy death for Frank, I think. It would be so crappy. He gets I mean, out of the way, and then he takes a door to the face. Yeah, and he, he saw it coming, too. He just kind of stood there and was like, yeah. oh, great. <laughs> I was a little, you know, I'm not upset with Saeed, but I was a little upset just with the fact that Saeed didn't try to close the compartment behind him, mm-hmm. which would have really saved a lot of people, uh, at least from the water, you know? yeah. But uh, but I guess they would have been then trapped without maybe a way to get out because oh. they had they all swam out through that hole too. Yeah, that's so. true. So I don't know which would have been better, but uh, but I, I I I just thought when Say was running, you know, that's the cool thing about a submarine is it has those compartments. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the cool things, of course, there's many. So many. <laughs> so so many. But uh, uh, but yeah, so Saeed tells Jack. Uh, it's going to be you. Right. What does that mean? Uh, I, I didn't really, I mean, I have some ideas of what that means, but did you, did you know, do you know what he means by that? I think he means the candidate to replace Jacob. Okay. And why does he think it's Jack? Why does he think that? I don't know. Yeah, because he's like, because that's the thing. Like he said, he tells Jack where Desmond is because he thinks Jack is going to be the one. It's just like okay, that that was my interpretation too. But it was just weird for for him to just surmise that his final moments. He goes, "Oh, Jack, you're going to be the one." Yeah. Yeah. You know, and maybe maybe and maybe maybe he's thinking that because Jack accurately, uh, you know, realized the situation they're in. You know, no one else did. Right. Sure. You know, he he called it, um, and I loved I love the whole tension of of if we do nothing, we're fine. I I, I yeah. really that's just such a great quandary to be in. Of like, there's a bomb counting down. Everyone's reaction is to disarm it, but, yeah. but it's like, okay, if we do nothing, we're going to be fine because he can't kill us. Hurley's like, what? Right. What do you mean he can't kill us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, almost, almost as Jack could say, I did this experiment with Alpert, and we let us take a yeah, dive. Yeah, I, 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 again, I, I, I would, I would say Hurley. It was on Hurley to say to to really verify Jack's th- thesis. Yeah, here, you know, I think as as a sort of third party to be able to say, well, he did do this with Alpert, and he couldn't die. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Hurley. Hurley kind of—he's—he is so not the leader. <laughs> no, he's so not the leader. <laughs> this point, it's ridiculous. Like he sort of half-heartedly said, "Like, didn't Richard not want him to leave or something?" Mm-hmm. It was like Hurley is just telling me why even bother. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work. No one is listening to you now, Hurley. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love how I love how Jack tells Hurley, you know, when he he tells Hurley to go take Kate, go save Kate, and he goes, Hurley, you can do this. And I'm thinking he couldn't even find the first aid kit. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, but you're sure he can save Kay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently he did it. Apparently he did. So yeah. Because so, Jack believed in him. He's more. Yeah. Oh, he believes. Yeah. Uh, he's better at that, I guess. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the first date kit shot was a continuity error. The first what? Or or the first aid kit shot. The what? The shot of the first aid kit. Oh, first aid kit. I could tell what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So wait, what is your point? Maybe that was a continuity error. What do you mean? I mean, maybe they shouldn't have had that shot. Of the first aid kit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Hurley... I don't know where Hurley went to look. I just feel like he didn't find wherever he went to look. They didn't show him going where Frank was, did they? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think yeah, they don't... showed him really going anywhere. I think they yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, don't, I think, yeah, I, I just think he didn't, you know... I just think it's just, yeah, like a continuity situation of we just happened to see what he was looking for in another place. Yeah. You know, of course, there should be more than one first aid kit on the sub. Yeah, yeah. And they they wanted to get the backpack open, so yeah, totally. Want to get it's the backpack weird because like if they if they hadn't found the bomb in like you know mm-hmm. like it, it would have you know what it I mean? wouldn't like, have gone off. Yeah, like it depends on them actually finding the bomb. Which so like if Hurley had found the first aid, <laughs> mm-hmm. then they might not have found the bomb before the bomb timer ran out, and then you know. Or not even found it for a really long time. I mean, they could have got all the way, I don't know, however far away. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. That's weird because it really, it really depends on them finding it. But I guess that's what Locke had to do because uh, he didn't want him to know that he was giving them a bomb, but he couldn't have the bomb kill them that he made. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess he just had to count on them finding it in time and stuff like that. Yeah. And the bomb timer, I mean, it's good to have the timer running because that naturally makes you nervous. Like you said, like, when you see a bomb ticking down, you don't want to just do nothing. Yeah. Like, that's just not, that's not very comforting. Okay, we'll just sit here and do nothing, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, so, oh, Sawyer, oh, Sawyer, 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 Sawyer. You know, I haven't been this disappointed in Sawyer in a long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, justifiable from his perspective. Like you said, Sawyer totally pulled a Jack. Yeah, yeah. He, he The situation was, Jack was was shouting shouting nonsense like Brock yep. used to do. Yep. And, and, and Sawyer was being, you know, realistic like Jack used to be. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, and it, yeah, this, the, the role totally were switched on that one. When, when he, when he was saying, you have to trust me, I was thinking, I don't think Sawyer trusts you, Jack. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I wasn't surprised at all when he pulled it out. Well, the Juliet thing obviously was a big, big problem for Sawyer, but, yeah. but I was a little disappointed just with the fact that, that, you know, Sawyer kept asking Jack for favors in the, in recent history, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, just, you know, very recently with, with pushing Locke in the water and, and Jack had his back, you know, Sawyer told, tells Jack, I need you to get, you know, get some of the, some of our people away from Locke's group, 
how, how am I going to do that, Sawyer? Just do it, Jack. I don't know how you're going to do it. You figure it out. So mm-hmm. Jack gets those people to the to, to Sawyer's boat. Yeah. You know, that's number one. He comes to rescue them. That's number two. You know, and then and then um, and then the thing with uh, with pushing lock in the water. You know, Jack. You know, it's like Jack has done a lot for Sawyer recently. Yeah. You know, like like going directly against Smokey several times. Uh, and I thought, and to me, I thought, okay, when when Jack says you got to trust me, I'm thinking, okay, can Sawyer put the Juliet thing behind him and and trust in the fact that that Jack. You know that Jack has done this, all of this stuff for Sawyer. Can Sawyer do something for Jack now? Yeah. Uh, but it came down to trust, and the last time he trusted Jack, Juliet died. So right. Uh, he was like, "No, I don't." Yeah, yeah. And that, this is, you know, it's he's trusting Jack not to blow them all up. Mm-hmm. And like, I, it's 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 a harder it's a hard decision. I mean, you know. I, I, I can understand doubting him. I mean, I, what we've seen on the show, like, I know Jack's right, but I, from Sawyer's perspective, I I, 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 just, I I can understand where he's coming from. I just wish Sawyer, you know, they had a little bit of time. I just wish, you know, I just wish Jack could have been like, Sawyer, think this through. You know, he he does try. He says, you know, well, why would he put a timer on it? You know why wouldn't he just throw it in there? And so he's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like you got a, you got a couple of seconds here before you have to do anything with the bomb. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like that in the situation. But uh, but I'm just thinking like you know, come on, Jack, tell Sawyer what he told you. How you know sometimes you need to think these through and don't just yeah, react. Yeah, you're right. He's totally just reacting. Yeah. He's, he's not thinking things through. It's yeah. He's got he's gone the other way. Mm-hmm. He's the new Jack. He's the new Jack, yeah. <laughs> I guess we can't do without a man of science somewhere. Somewhere. Well, there's always an unbeliever. Yeah. How do you how do you know the believers unless they have an unbeliever with them, right? That's true. It it makes for a good contrast. Yeah. I uh, and it's it's just yeah. I mean, Jack's. Oh God. <sighs> but that's what I can't. I can't. Well, I can't wait to see it. But also, I can't wait to see it. Which is, you know, the aftermath of this. What is Sawyer going? What is Jack going to tell Sawyer? And what is yeah. Sawyer going to think about these lives on his hand? I mean, obviously they're putting him in Jack's shoes now. Yeah. Of, of having this big responsibility for people dying. Yes. Uh, and and you know, not just other, you know, red, not red shirts. You know, Sun right. Jin. You know. Right. Yeah. Sun Jin, Saeed, possibly Frank. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just uh, I don't know. I don't know how Sawyer's going to cope with it. I really don't. Yeah, I don't either, actually. But yeah, that's gonna be it'll be interesting to see. I I think that it's gonna that's gotta affect him in some way. Yeah, I mean it's it has to. Yeah, he's he's not the kind of person to just uh, shrug that off. I think. No. At this point in the show. Um. So we have R.I.P. Saeed. Should we should we go through R.I.P.s now? Yeah, I guess we have to. God damn it! This is the R.I.P. segment. Man, we don't usually get the R.I.P. fucking character, main characters like this. It's, this is the end of the show shit here. Yeah. We're R.I.P. and Saeed and, oh, God. Yeah. So, Saeed, Saeed, Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you? I mean, I don't know what you say about Saeed Jarrah. You know what? What can you say about the the? You know this guy. This was the Swiss Army knife of Losties, right? Yes. I mean, geez, what could he not do? He was always there for those those technical expertise moments. Uh, he was really good at reading people and coming mm-hmm. up, you know, under, you know, figuring out what what was going on in situations before anyone else did. Um, yeah. And he was always very reliable. If they needed to go on a mission and do something, you know, you could you could count oh, on him. Oh man! If you went on a mission without Saeed, you weren't prepared. You, you, yeah, you weren't prepared for what might go wrong. <laughs> yeah, he would never he would never pull a Kate and just get caught or become a problem. No. You know, no. more than likely he'll he'll save you from a situation. Yep. Um, he will, and they will gladly save you. You yeah. know he. He he really he had, he had a very you know generous personality I think in a, in a large to a large degree you know he was he did a lot of stuff that was you know that he thought was the right thing to do and 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 it was sort of not just for selfish reasons yeah 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 I definitely think I, I definitely think he had a he had a very a very serious good streak um, despite the fact that he used to be a torturer. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and they were fairly consistent about that. It always kind of bled through. Um, you know, when it, usually when he did bad things, he felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, and, the Rousseau thing, right? Yeah. You know, he tortures he tortures Sawyer and he exiles himself. Yeah. You know, he's exactly. like, okay, I gotta I gotta go I gotta go contemplate my you know my actions. Yes. Yeah, like I don't even I can't even be around people. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I need to isolate myself and yeah, and think about what I've done and yeah, that was great. That was, you know, that was the first great Saeed moment, I think. So, Lospi has a list of his skills that I thought were were pretty were pretty apt uh and succinct. We we pretty much said them, but but they've got telecommunications, mm-hmm. electromagnetism, okay. Uh cartography, Okay. Uh, aviation. All right. Uh, unarmed combat, which is the big one. Sure. Uh, yeah. and in, and intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, he uh, was he was the first person to realize Michael was compromised. Mm-hmm. He was the first person. Oh, that was so great when he what was it? He walked up to Jack. Yeah. And he, and he, he, oh man, keep walking, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, that was great. Yeah, no one else. If it, if it weren't for him, they they wouldn't have realized it as soon as they did. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh. And uh, he, you know, he after interrogating Henry Gale, he correctly concluded that he was one of the others. He he seemed to know that before everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Uh. He was the first person to realize that Mikhail was one of the others. Uh, yeah. When they ran into him, and he was saying he was from the Dharma Initiative, um, and uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, he he knew that he shouldn't trust Ben, even though he ended up working for him. Yeah. I think you know, Said had bad luck. I mean, having not you know having Nadia just get killed after a few months um, was just really. Uh, was just really unfortunate, and I, I think that just kind of drove him into his, uh, you know, spir- death spiral. 
Uh, oh, did you have to really say he drove him? Yeah, considering yeah. how naughty you died. <laughs> Sorry, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, but you know, it is interesting. As soon as Ben dismisses him, what does he do? He starts going to build houses for charity, like that. Yeah, you know, he still has that impulse, mm-hmm. even though he spent years killing people. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting with him. He's a very a very conflicted character. Yeah, I think. Um. Uh, he he was he was the reason that Desmond got to talk to Penny in the constant. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. the the phone was dismantled or the sorry the engine room was not the engine room the communication communications room. room. Michael had destroyed it, and uh, if Saeed weren't there, Desmond had no idea how to fix that stuff. No. So, um, you know, it was it was good that he was able to do that. And I really liked that they had just one last bit of him here, you know, analyzing how the bomb works. And yeah, you know, I, and, I love that, that that Jack directly gives it to him. Yeah. You know, Saeed doesn't ask for it. Jack's like, here, Saeed, <laughs> this needs to go to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's just like it's like season one. It's just like, okay, this is a guy who's gonna who's gonna deal with this thing. It is, yeah. And he just he really seemed at the end he really seemed to snap out of his like yeah. season six super. He he seemed like he was on you know, he had reached the, the, the uh the nadir of his downfall. Yeah. And he was he was coming back up the other way, you know, uh after deciding not to kill Desmond. It seemed yeah. like he was more and more normal and and uh and yeah, I mean he you know he kinda pulled the Charlie here with the selfless act, yes. you know. Um but it was uh you know, I, I'm a little confused about the bomb thing though. Like he was saying if you pull these two wires it should it should stop, but he wasn't but but I guess they had to be pulled at the same time or something. Mm-hmm. And um but it seems like when Sawyer takes out the wire, it seems like he only pulls out one or something. Does he pull out both? I think he pulls out both. Oh, okay. I remember him using both his hands on both sides. Okay, I, I didn't catch that, but um, yeah, I didn't know if if Sawyer had uh, did it wrong or not. But um, um, that's interesting. Yeah, Saeed Jarrah, one of my favorite characters ever. You know, I, he 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 got a little bit, you know, not so great this season, but yeah. um, but besides that, you know, you know, an A character definitely. Yeah, I I I, I was disappointed that at the direction he went after he left the island, um, and I felt like they took him in a path where he was becoming irredeemable. But mm-hmm. I guess that's not entirely the case. Uh, they did kind of bring him back at the end, and I think for for where they have brought him, you know, this is this is a fairly appropriate thing to do with him. Yeah, totally. You know, um, uh, and so so I, so I'm happy with it. I'll I'll, I'll take it. You know, uh, I I I think. Uh, I, I I wish they I wish they didn't have to torture him so much for so long. He's just a miserable character for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, in the early parts of the show, he was fantastic. He was the first one to find her, so and he had a thing with her, and you know, 
I, you know, what this says about the claiming and about Dogen's thing, like, he, he was just wrong about Saeed. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of that. I, I mean, it seems like he was wrong in just a general idea that Saeed was just completely bad or whatever. That didn't seem to be true, but... Uh, you know, and this whole idea of being influenced, being claimed and influenced by Locke didn't really seem to be true either. Like, it, he had his own free will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he even before this episode, like, Des, you know, with Desmond, he had already, you know, decided not to do something Locke told him to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, you know, that Saeed says, you know, he tells Locke at one point, you know, he didn't feel anything. And Locke says that might be good for what's coming. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, I feel like in the in, in Saeed's final scene, like he's got to be feeling something. Like he yeah. feels something to, in order, something that makes him decide to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, it almost seems like that was a temporary thing or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he just, he was just going through a period of feeling nothing, you know, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to, what to make of it, but it just, if someone claimed can do what Saeed does, then being claimed isn't that bad. Yeah. Like I'm prepared to believe that Rousseau was claimed if, if Saeed was claimed, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause the stuff she did now, like, is is consistent with the with the way Saeed ends up behaving. Yeah. You know, so I, it's weird. Like, the, is the claim thing just kind of a, I don't know. It almost it almost seems like maybe it really, maybe I was right. Maybe there is no sickness. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people just, people just, I don't know. Sometimes they do bad stuff and then they call it the sickness. Well, there's got to be something to it. I mean, there's got to be something if if both Clarence, if if Clarence Aid are in that category, you know. Um, I just maybe they just weren't as far along as what Dogen thought they would be at cer- at a certain point, you know, as far along as as um, as Robert, you know, and Montana and those guys or whatever, mm-hmm. like trying to kill Rousseau, like you know, they they you know. You know, he was talking about, oh, I wouldn't hurt you or the baby, but then he was going right. to shoot her. So. Right, yeah. You know, now I don't know why he would be further along in such a less amount of time, but... <laughs> yeah, that is odd. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that seems worse. Like, I, you know, I can't imagine... I can't imagine Saeed shooting Nadia, which is sort of the equivalent thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even if she was threatening him with a gun... Yeah, he would have shot himself. Yeah, like I just, I that doesn't that doesn't work for me, and so it just, yeah, it seems like he didn't have the more serious version or something. Yeah, which is which is just odd. But nonetheless, regardless of the claiming issue, which I think even Claire to me doesn't seem really very claimed anymore. Not anymore. She seems totally like normal Claire. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I I can't tell the difference. Um. You know, except for she's kind of dirty, but <laughs> and everyone's leaving her just the same. <laughs> right? How many times can she be abandoned in a season? A lot. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna have a fun time explaining why they left her. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I God, Claire, jeez. But I, yeah, at this point, I'm not. I'm just. I, I am glad that I am glad that they're able to give Saeed a sort of hero's death. Yeah, I figured they would. Like I said before on the podcast, I, I I just couldn't imagine they would not give him something, some redeeming quality at the end. You yeah, know, that's that's just it's only fair for Saeed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. So, all right, R.I.P. Saeed. R.I.P. Saeed. Um, Damn, I thought you'd make it to the finale. Mm, so close. We'll probably get Flash Saeed, though. Yeah. Yeah, we should. So we'll probably, we'll probably, but I, you know, that's one of the things I realized uh, with this episode, having these, having these original characters die and then seeing, uh, we see Jen, I think, in the Flash Sideways a little bit um, after he dies. Uh, I realized that, um, you know, I do, I do like the Sideways characters, but I'm, it's, it's the original characters that I'm more, much more mm-hmm. invested in. They're the ones I care about a lot more. Yeah. And seeing them in the Sideways is like kind of a consolation, but not really, because they really are different characters. It's a different universe, like yeah. you know, it, it it barely counts. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just it's not really the same. It's it's not a comfort to me exactly. Um, like it was cool, you know, it was cool to see Alana, for example, but it didn't really replace the island Alana at all. No, you know, and this is of course a bigger deal than that, but it's it's I don't know. So I, so I think we might actually see him in the finale. Probably will actually, but yeah. Island Saeed, the one from the beginning of the show, is gone. So yeah, he's gone. You know, that's that's uh, that's bad. All right, so now we can R.I.P. Sun and Jin. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> killing us. Yeah. No. Well, they're killing them. They're killing them. <laughs> and it's killing well, which me. Is, which is killing us. You know. God. Okay, so Sun and Jin, Jesus, I did not expect them to kill Sun and Jin. Um, Saeed, so, Saeed, I was like, okay, you know, based on the way they've written him, I'm not surprised that's that happened. But mm-hmm. I was not expecting Sun and Jin to die. Yeah. Um, and and when Sun got trapped, I was like, okay, okay, just rescue her. Come on, you're still not rescuing her. You're gonna have to Jeez, rescue her. Son getting trapped reminds me of her getting shot in the flash sideways. Yeah. It's like, why are you always standing in the wrong place? <laughs> you know what is yes. it? She just it's like she stands in the danger spot. Yeah, she's always in the danger zone. <laughs> Wherever that place is, where they are, she where, can like, find it. The bad things happen. <laughs> that's her that's her power. That's her power. <laughs> Finally, we found out what Sun's power is. That's what Sun's power is. She's always she's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what it seemed like. It just seemed like you know they're just punching up the drama. Sun's gonna be trapped for a little bit, and then you know Jin and maybe somebody else they'll help dig her out, and it'll just you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Come on. And even they get to the end, and it's still like. Jen's like, no, I, I can get you out. Okay, here we go. This time it's going to happen. 
and I, and I just kept waiting. That, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened to her. I don't even understand the logistics of what, how she got pinned down. It's but, very uh, confusing. Yeah, like all of a sudden that cabinet thing came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just, just like it was just like bam, I got a cabinet on me. Yeah, and then, it, then you take that off, and it's like bam, I'm trapped with these metal bars. Yeah, I'm like yeah, metal. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand how those metal bars got around her. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, I can't, I can't really tell what happened, but um, yeah, I was thinking. I, I once you know the the second or third time you know Jen tried and he couldn't he couldn't even budge those things I'm thinking okay well son's done but maybe you know maybe she's gonna make Jen leave and she's gonna say you got to go raise our daughter and he's gonna mm-hmm. you know he's gonna go and leave her but then you know fight with Jen to to get back home yeah uh, but uh, but he just he just couldn't leave her yeah. Yes, he tried to get him to leave multiple times, and I, I, I really thought he would eventually do it, even mm-hmm. even when I had realized that Son was probably stuck there. Yeah, but you know, he. I remember him saying, you know, he he would never leave her again, and I'm thinking he he's gonna stick to that. He's yeah, gonna stick to it, and he says it, says it again. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Which I I think for those characters that seems appropriate to me. Yeah. I, I I can buy that. Um, it's it's really brutal that they kept them apart for three years and they get to see each other for like I don't know a few a hours day? a day yeah. maybe before they're both. <laughs> yeah, it's really brutal. I did not expect. I did not expect that. Yeah, really surprising. I remember when we first saw the flash forward where Suns thought Jin was dead, and I thought it was real. I thought he really was dead, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I thought, oh, that's, you know. And that also, we didn't actually know how far the flash-forwards were going to be in the story. I sort of thought, okay, that's, you know, that's an ending for Sun and Jin that I can accept. Like, he mm-hmm. he dies somehow, and, you know, she just has to go on without him. And, you know, I can I can live with that. Um, uh but I, I really didn't think they'd both die. You know, I think it's you know just considering they have a daughter, it's it's so to me it's it, it must have been such a hard choice to just be like, well, you know, it's for Jen, you know, just because he wasn't pinned, but just the idea of deciding to die there instead of raising your daughter. You yeah, know, I, that's that's a toughie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, what is he? What is? What do you get out of? What does Jen get out of dying with Son? You know, what? What's? You know, after he's dead, what? What does he get? You know, um, there's no. I, I, you know, it's just one of those situations. I, I totally understand why he chose to stay, but it's just one of those situations where it's like there is no real benefit to to just staying there, you know, and dying with her in the long run, you know. I mean, he gets all he gets is he doesn't have to live with her, you know, leaving her and having her dead. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's enough. Yeah. But he also he also gets his death and his and his daughter without a, any parents. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the show just doesn't seem to care. You know, we, we, we've talked about GE on before and, and, and the, the parenting involved there. And yeah. the, the show just really doesn't care. No. Like, they, they set up that the grandmother's watching her, and that's the best they're going to do. At least they, don't... they had that in there. Yeah, at least they had that in there. But still, it's just like... They just really don't seem that that's just, you know, at least for the island, that's, that just doesn't matter. The island no. doesn't care about Gion. No. No, Gion is really not a big part of the story. Yeah, that's pretty tough. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it makes that whole thing of, of you know lock of Ben like convincing her to come back and it, it just it makes that seem a lot more tragic since she's just never I, going back. I was really hoping you know when Sun brings out the ring that that Jin was going to say, well that was supposed to convince you not to come. Yeah. You know I was hoping the the, the real story behind that ring was going to surface. Uh, no pun intended. Um, but it didn't. Wait, what's the pun? Well, that they drowned. Oh, okay. Okay, you know, sorry. Surfacing, sub, drowning. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. it's in there. It's in okay, there. sorry, sorry. I just, I thought, like, the surface, uh, I don't know. A ring surface? I don't know what that means. <laughs> That was a very obscure joke, but yeah, okay, I get it. Um, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I guess Sun never found out <laughs> what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, although, although she did hear Ben say that he murdered Locke. Yeah. So, if she thought about it, <laughs> she could maybe put it together. How would she put it together just by knowing that Ben killed Locke? Well, knowing that, uh, well, I guess she needs to know some other stuff too, like yeah, stuff she we needs saw to know on the some show. Other stuff. Yeah. But if she knew that Locke had the ring originally and that's where Ben got it from, I guess she didn't necessarily know when Ben left the island. Yeah, she would just have to know. She, the thing she's got to know is that Jin Jin gave someone the ring to to convince Sun not to come. Yeah, you know that's the big piece that that you know unless Jin tells her, she's not going to find out. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So. Um... Uh, there's a lingering thing here. I don't even know if it matters anymore, but so which clown was the candidate? <laughs> Considering Sun is the one who got trapped, uh, I'm still I'm still thinking it's, to me, all the evidence, the little that there is points to that it was Jin. Jin was the candidate. Um, okay. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Sun seems to get the bad rap most times, you know. Yes. Jen yeah. is the one who was more involved in sort of the crazier things that were happening. That's true. That's true. So I, I wanna I wanna think it's Jen, but I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean with both of them dead it seems like a moot point, but Yeah, maybe that's I am why curious. they did that. Maybe like that's been... why they did that, of like, well, 
we want we want a number to be Quan, but we don't want to have two different numbers for each of them. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it ambiguous as to which one it is, and then kill them both so we never have to answer. <laughs> is that what they did? Seems like it. Yeah. Because <sighs> they, they definitely set it up. I mean, they asked the question multiple times. Mm-hmm. Through the season, like they had a lot of pe- different people say it, you know. I don't know which Quan it is or both, you know. Uh, and Jacob went and touched them and all that, and I, yeah, I just, I think you're probably right. Jen seems like if it's one or the other, I think it's Jen. Yeah. The the other thing that I feel like it's possible is that it would be both, but yeah, it's a, I mean. I don't see how it could matter at this point. Yeah, I don't I don't think it can. So <sighs> So Son and Dennis have a long history with the on the island. Um you know, I think I think they were probably my least favorite main characters for a while. Uh just because their storylines uh were a little bit a little bit more, you know, simple and pedestrian than some of the the other people had a little bit less interesting, at least with me. Yeah. Um, but but I think over time they got a lot more interesting. I guess when they got separated, maybe they just got a lot more interesting. Uh, you know, Sun. You know, Sun uh, in season four was great. Um, you know, doing stuff with Widmore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, when Sun approached Widmore and said, "You and I have common interests," that was that was really shocking to me. Yeah, I never thought I'd see a scene like that. And I, it was very satisfying when she walks when she you know she buys the interest in her dad's company and yeah. I'm gonna run the show now and yeah, yeah. Off Son was kind of badass. I, yeah, she got a lot more interesting once she got off the island. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they, they, when they were separated, it was like it was like being separated. They, they were channeling their energies in other ways because they weren't just focused on each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Sun off the island was cool, and then Jen on the island was cool. Yeah. Um he got he got adventures that no one else got. He totally did. <laughs> he uh, he got I, to blow up in the crater. Yeah. Yeah, he got uh, he got to hang out with Rousseau's team for a while. Yeah, he did. That was uh, that was a big one, and now I feel like no one's ever gonna know that. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I really wanted the the thing you're ty- the story time where they all sit around and talk about <laughs> stuff. No, story time is not happening. I no. saw it. I saw it. I saw he was team. He was close when he talked about Montan's arm and the in the uh in the temple uh yeah. crack, the whole thing. But uh he, he that's the closest he ever came to 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 saying he uh didn't um didn't somebody else mention or did did Locke or somebody mention Jin's time traveling with the French team? I feel like there was another comment about that. Oh, oh that was Jacob. Jacob, who, right? Yeah, who said um and that's the thing, like, Jacob told, basically told Hurley this story, but, yeah. but he mentions French team, but he doesn't say Rousseau's team. He doesn't right. say, of course, that it was back in the 80s. Yeah. You know, so it's like Hurley got close to finding that out, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I guess they I guess they sort of found out that Montan lost his arm because of Smokey, which is something we didn't know. Yeah. When we originally heard that story. Um I don't remember who was there when she said that, but uh I guess Hurley might have been there. I don't remember. A long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um I think he was, though, because I think that was the mission to go to the Black Rock to get the dynamite to blow up the hatch. And that, that included Arst, and Hurley was definitely there. Yeah. So he very well could have heard that story and then found that out. But that's only part of the fun. You missed the rest of it. Yeah. <sighs> he saw that, and he saw Russo shooting uh, <laughs> shooting Robert. Yeah. And him not checking the firing pin. Yeah. <laughs> Man. You check it. That was a great moment. I, that's one of those that works really well. Like, when they originally described it, I thought, you know, I usually when they describe stuff and then they show it, it sort of doesn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that actually played really well. Yeah. I, I liked that. Um even though I knew it was going to happen, I guess I didn't really, I didn't really buy him trying to shoot her. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense. So back to this claiming thing for one second, like, yeah. So, so they would, they Robert had to be a real person who was claimed, right? Because if he was an apparition or something, then shooting him wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also, like, he couldn't be, he couldn't be the smoke monster either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um what else with Sun and Jan? I mean, but yeah, I they... totally agree. Uh they I I think they had they had a couple of kind of interesting flashbacks in season 1 that that worked. There were a couple that there there definitely were a couple that worked. Yeah, I think somewhere maybe it was season 2 like the whole truth they, mm-hmm. Glass Ballerina. Yeah, Glass Ballerina. All that stuff with Jay Lee. It kinda it kinda got a little boring. Yeah. Um but but they they brought it home in season four and I think they I think they recovered uh and, and turned into pretty pretty good characters. Um and I, I definitely cared about their plight. It was it was a little unfortunate that in season six they kinda got buried because there was a lot of other stuff going on. And it, for them, they just kind of got to hang around and say, like, you know, where's where's my husband? Where's Jen? Yeah. Jen's alive, and, you know, I'm going to find Sun, and no, you're not. I'm going to capture you, and, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was nice. Jen did go get to, like, hang out in room 23, and I don't know. I think Jen... Jen had a lot of good stuff. Helping, I mean, helping with the raft in the early days. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. Jen, Jen is definitely the fastest English learning person I've ever seen. You know, like he picked it up really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, son. Son made him that little dictionary. Oh yeah. For the, for the raft, remember? Forgot about that. Yes. Yes. The phonetic dictionary. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. The good old days. Yeah. Yeah, and he had that whole thing with Michael because they fought about the watch, and then he gives Michael the watch. And I'm and still it, convinced that something happened with 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 uh, Michael and Son. I'm still convinced there's a deleted <laughs> scene where, you know, something something weird happened. <laughs> there was there was some tension between those two that was never explained. Yeah. Um, well, there was that there was that Mobisode. 
um, where they they there was on it was on the verge of something happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. M- more so than they ever showed in the show. Yeah. Um. So I think I felt like that. I felt like that Mobisa just sort of confirmed that that thing that seemed to be there, but we never followed up on. Yeah, we meant that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like they never really did anything with it. It just kind of it just kind of went nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I but I do think they I, I part of me thinks that if the show had gone a different way or they had done different plots, they would have developed that more. But yeah. they ended up kind of kicking Michael off the show, and and so it didn't it didn't really work anymore. And, and you know they decided to repair her relationship with Jen, so and that that was part of it too. Mm-hmm. But I I I think uh, I think if if the show hadn't I, I don't really know what happened in season two, but I, I feel like that could have gone somewhere, and they were, they were leaving that possibility open in season one. Yeah. Maybe they're going to go with a whose baby is it? Yeah, a whose baby is it? That will that that work. <laughs> I mean, we it's talked about that anyway. <laughs> yeah. With the little that they gave us. <laughs> yep. You know. Um. And they, I mean, they ended up making it about whose baby is it, Jen's or or or, or Jay's. Yeah, that's true. You know, so they they did go with a whose baby is it thing. They just Michael was out of the picture, so they didn't even yeah. make him a candidate for it. But yeah, anyway, I I, I uh, um, it was it was uh, even though they weren't my favorite characters, it was still a hard thing to watch. I you know. I, uh, uh, you know, it's, see, you know, see, seeing my favorite characters die, it, it must, it just will be really bad if it happens. Yeah. I, I found it really difficult to watch Sun and Jin die. Yeah. Well, I have to, I have to say most of your favorite characters have already died, right? Oh. Most, most people are dead. So. That's a good point. You know, the only ones that are left, are, you know, I mean, you know, the obviously point. the the ones who are left have to be you know our favorites too, of course. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but you know, there a lot of the favorites have died. You're right. You're right. I guess you know Locke's death was weird because yeah, we he sort didn't of, get a yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he got like a backwards death. It was it was Locke's death was. I don't even, you know, I I think I coped with Locke's death by being really upset with Ben. Oh. You know, like, Sun and Jin died in, in very tragic circumstances, and, 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 you know, Locke died, you know, from by Ben's hands directly. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, oh, if you were over here, he could have survived, or, you know, if things had gone a little bit differently. I mean, obviously that's true, but I mean, you know, just, it wasn't sort of circumstantial. It was more like, Ben just did this. And so it was like, it was, it wasn't the same kind of death, even though it was pretty gruesome to see him hanging there. I was, I still am surprised they showed that on TV. Oh yeah, like hanging there. But um, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel that same way with Locke dying, with Locke's death, because I think I was just really just mad at Ben until then. You know, then you know, then you wait a little bit, and then Locke is back. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, look, Locke is back. Oh, but it's not really Locke. And you forget 
about him, you know, you, you're past the fact that he's dead by that right. point. Right. Yeah, I think that that was definitely part of it, too. I think, like, first of all, like, they, you know, we know he's dead. We know he's dead before we know how he died. Mm-hmm. They just kind of hit you with, he's in the coffin. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's part of it. So it's like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I, you know, if they just cut to a shot of Son and Jin in a coffin, it wouldn't have the effect of this scene. Yeah. You know? It would be like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I, I don't get it. What happened? Mm-hmm. You know? And so we know, and even people are telling Locke, you have to die, John. You're going to die. Yeah. That's why they call it a sacrifice. And it's like, you know Locke is heading for his death. Yeah, totally. And and so that, that makes it different. And then, of course, the death itself is kind of just just really pathetic. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, just being murdered by Ben, not in any way sort of heroic or tragic or whatever, just really depressing and, and brutal mm-hmm. and, and empty. Needless, yeah. 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 Um, and, and then, like you said, then we see him again, and we don't even know until the end of the season that it's not him. Mm-hmm. So, so we didn't have to cope with him being dead for long because basically he was alive on the show the entire time. Yeah. Seemingly. And then you find out he's dead and then retroactively it's like, okay, Locke's really dead. Only this season did I did it that start to have impact, I think. Yeah. It's been weird. Like I feel like Locke's death has when it happened it didn't have a lot of impact, but now I feel like it's kind of a it's kind of a big thing haunting the show. I feel like that's sort of behind the satisfaction when Jack pushes Locke in the water. Yeah. You know, the his his death and sort of what he meant for the show as a whole is looms large, even though the death itself was not that didn't have that much impact. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a weird contrast because cause he was I did like his character a lot, and it's he he got a different kind of death. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like Charlie or Juliet or you know. Those people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Juliet got a great death, and Charlie got a great death. Mhm. Yep. So anyway. Um, anything else with Sun and Jen? Um. Oh, just one more thing. Jen. Jen worked for Dharma. <laughs> Jen did work for Dharma. Gotta throw that in. Yeah, yeah. I know everybody worked for Dharma at this point, but still. Yeah, I mean, he was he was responsible for helping uh, Saeed get, uh, you know, well, he didn't do a whole bunch, but he prevented Saeed from getting shot on the spot. Yes, yes, that's true. Oh, Radzinski. <laughs> so many problems. You know he's trapped on the island. Oh yeah. <laughs> if anybody's trapped on the island, Rodinsky better be trapped on the island. <laughs> he's got to do a lot of whispering mm-hmm. to make up for what he did. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, God, he just ends up killing himself. All right, Rodinsky. I hope it was worth it. 
Living your dream. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Sun and Jin. R.I.P. Sun and Jin. You, I thought you would make it to the finale as well. Mm mm mm. I I didn't think any of these like main characters would die before the finale. Yeah. Wow. I can't. This this is this is going to be a crazy last couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's just no turning back. The show there's is like, ending. Yeah, there's like six characters left on the island, including Locke and Widmore. <laughs> like, Pretty much, yeah. You know, it's like there's not that many people left. What's what's going on? I don't know. Oh, there are there's that there's that Richard Ben Miles group. Yeah, oh, I forgot about those guys. Oh man, oh man. I ooh, I don't even know what's gonna happen when they find out what's going on. Oh God. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So I gotta yeah. say, I don't think it was good for Hurley to take the group to Locke. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna that's, say that's, that too. That's what he wanted. Thanks, Michael, for directing it. People are gonna die, Michael. Yikes. <laughs> People did die. What did he? What did Michael want? Jeez, what did he want to happen? I don't know. I I don't trust the ghosts anymore. <laughs> I don't know why Hurley says they're more reliable than alive people. It just seems why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole excuse just falls. To, I mean, it just falls flat. Like I don't. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Going to lock was a bad idea. It didn't help at all. No. Yeah, they're, they're, it's really getting pared down. I don't know what they're going to... I think those people are going to get involved in the Outrigger thing. Beyond that, I have no idea Yeah, what they're doing. Well, um, I don't... I feel like Frank isn't dead. Uh, you know, I don't want to RIP Frank. Frank. I don't think he's okay. dead. He, he could be, but uh, I, I'm holding out hope that, uh, that he just got knocked out and... Uh, and uh, he he eventually made it out. Well, if they're gonna bring the plane back into play, they need they need Frank, I think. Yeah, totally. So, cause Locke Locke can kill Frank. Mm-hmm. So he really can like threaten him and do you know do something I guess to try to get him to fly the plane. Yeah. So. Uh, that would be my reason. And also, I mean, they, they don't clearly establish that he's dead. I mean, he just he just gets knocked out, and, and they don't really go back to him. That's why I lost track of him. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I went on the forum, and they, they, they were talking about how Frank was dead. I was like, really? I missed that part. Yeah. I, I was, like, honestly, like, I kind of forgot about Frank. Mm-hmm. It, was, I was, it wasn't even about him anymore. I didn't even remember that he was on there. Because I was just so freaked out by all the main characters dying. Yeah. And Frank's been such a non-entity this season. Just, you know. The one-liner guy. One-liner every episode, yeah. Hey, don't talk about bacon. Don't talk about bacon. (laughs) 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 Yeah, weirdest damn funeral I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. And like, well, I just wish he changed out of that pilot's uniform. How else do you know who can fly the plane? 
Other people get to wear different clothes. I just don't understand. That's what he's got. He's going to have his wings. <sighs> but, yeah, I don't think I don't think we should RIP Frank until they make it clear. I feel like if he's really dead, they'll, they'll at least say it. Yeah, they'll say it. You know, so we'll, we'll RIP Frank if if they confirm that he's dead. Because that's the thing. They didn't say Frank along with Son and Jen when Kate asked Jack about them. Yeah. You know, like that would have been the time to be like, yeah, Frank didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, there's there's a good chance he's alive. Yeah. And, you know, that with Saeed, like, Hurley wants to go for Saeed, and Jack's like, there is no Saeed. There is so no they, Saeed, yeah. So they, they did that with him, too. I mean, of course, I wouldn't, you, you're not going to make me believe Saeed survived something that blew a hole in the side of the submarine, but yeah. still, I mean, they, they confirmed in dialogue that he was dead. So Yeah, totally. Just like they did with Son and Jim, but they didn't even ask about Frank. I, I'm now convincing myself that Frank's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I, I really I really feel like he's alive. Part of his wishful thinking, part of it is just what they showed us. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I actually thought he was dead until I started thinking it through. It it's it's I, I think there's a really good chance that he's alive. Yeah. They you know, if they wanted to kill him they could have just killed him. They didn't have to make it ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that would just be so lame all that time and that's it. Yeah, you know, because he just he didn't get he didn't get to do anything. So I'll throw out a crackpot theory that's probably I, that that I think is ninety nine percent not true. Okay, which is the idea, you know, at the end when Son and Jen are holding hands and their hands float apart. Mm-hmm. What if like somebody got Jen, like somebody was dragging Jen away? Oh. Uh. Like maybe Frank. Frank is like pulling Jen out of there. Yeah. Oh man. And then they and then and then Frank and Jen show up next episode. <laughs> well, I just want to throw that out there. I don't think that's true, but I'll throw it yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice. I'd like Jen to survive. Yeah. I doubt it, but yeah, you know, it just seemed like a you know a final image of them drifting apart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. Uh, I ninety nine percent don't believe it, but it could be true. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the RIPs we need. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not RIPed out. It's enough. It's enough. I I'm not. You know, when when Kate got shot, that really surprised me. That was yeah. That was a new one. Just out of nowhere, boom! Kate gets shot, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I almost wish Lock shot her. Oh, really? <laughs> only, only, only with the idea that that you know that he knew that would have made Jack get in the sub. Oh, okay, right. Because it's he needs Jack to be on the sub for his plan. Because he needs Jack to be on the sub. Yeah. 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 It is interesting because he, uh, he, he. Jack has the bomb in his backpack, so if Jack doesn't get on the sub, his plan really isn't going to work. Yeah. MIB is depending on a lot to make that plan go through. He is. He really is. But I don't know. He he did get a few of them. It it, it worked to an extent. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. I. Oh man. 
I will probably have to RIP a couple more characters before this is over. I got to tell you, you know, I I, I guess I don't think Jack is going to die, and if he does, it'll be a good death at the very, very, very end. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm. It's going to be hard for me to watch Sawyer die. It's going to be hard for me to watch. You know, Kate and Hurley too. I, 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 you know, it's it's um, it'll be it'll be it'll be too much. You know, it'll be too much. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I agree. Jack Jack seems like he's the most safe. Um but I think I think those those other characters I Hurley I think Hurley might be the second in line. Yeah. But but I think Sawyer Sawyer's potentially in trouble and Kate's definitely potentially in trouble. Yeah. Oh man, it'll be oh man. Don't don't kill Kate in front of Jack or Sawyer, please. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if I can handle that. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, because oh, she's geez. not even a candidate, so yeah, there, there's really no no safety on her at all. Yeah. Wow, the show is almost over. Yeah, we're really at that point where we're talking about stuff like that. Man, I hate Jacob. You know, just you know, he brings these people to the island. You know, he he knew 120 years ago that everyone who comes to the island just dies. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they just end up dead, and it's just like that's true. Even for the, the his chosen people, you know, people yeah. who touches and stuff are just like ending up dead left and right, and all for what? You know, there better be a reason <laughs> that they're doing this. Yeah, that's legitimate. You know. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, we, I, I'm sure we'll find out the reason. And uh, yeah, it's gonna have to be pretty big to justify this. Yeah, they're they're really torturing the characters. Totally. Well, you want to go to the next scene? Yeah, let's go to the next scene. We flash sideways. Uh, John has recovered from surgery uh, and is being escorted out. He pauses when he sees Jen walking down the hallway. Jack catches John before he leaves. He tells John that he went to see his father so he could find out what caused John's injury. John tells him he begged his father to be his first passenger a week after he got his pilot's license. Anthony was afraid to fly, but John told him he could trust him. Something went wrong when they were barely off the ground, and John says it's his fault his father would never walk or talk again. Jack tells John that his father is gone and punishing himself won't bring him back. What happened, happened, and John can't let it go. Sorry, and John can let go. Let it go. Jack says letting go isn't easy. He doesn't even know how to do it. But he hopes that John will go first. Jack tells, sorry, John tells Jack goodbye. As John leaves, Jack tells John he can help him and that he wishes he believed him. John stops for a second and then leaves. So I like I like Jack's line of what happened happened you can let it go it's like two big lost phrases in one sentence yeah <laughs> yeah that seems like a fun game to play try to string together yeah because so if you don't live together then we're gonna die yeah, alone die alone because it's complicated <laughs> and you know and don't tell me what you can't do <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was that was. 
this is, this is loaded with stuff. Like mm-hmm. he he so Locke so we find out that the reason Locke's in a wheelchair is that he was in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like a reversal instead of being in the plane crash, taking him out of the wheelchair. Yeah, he actually puts himself in it, and so it's his fault in this case. Again, Locke is pathetic every timeline. Extremely well, pathetic. Strange, I, think, I, don't, I don't know what. I don't know what Locke wants, you know, what John wants. You know, people sort of, you know, Desmond wants Whitmore's approval. I don't know what John sort of wants out of what we've seen besides having Helen. Yeah. Because what it seems like happened is, you know, now he's responsible for his father, you know, not being able to walk and talk. And and as much as that seems like a punishment to his father, you know, for, you know, in the main timeline, of course, his father, you know, tricking him and stealing his kidney and right. tormenting him and all this, and then pushing him out the window. Putting him in the wheelchair, yeah. Putting him in a wheelchair. It seems like in the alternate timeline, Locke gets his revenge by his father being sort of comatose or whatever, but he has to feel the guilt of that. So it seems like, okay, well, that's not a win-win situation. Yeah. You know, um, so I don't I don't know what I don't I don't really get the point of that. I don't really get why why that you know, why that's the story that, that he was in a plane and, and he begged and then his father was afraid of flying, you know, for whatever reason. Um and uh and then and then just something crazy happened before they were even off the ground really, you know, that's what was weird, you know. He's like, I don't even know what happened. Yeah. Um so I don't really get it. I don't really get I guess I guess the idea is he's he feels guilt about his father's condition so he doesn't want to so he feels like he's punishing himself by staying in the wheelchair. Like he's not he's not worthy of being able to walk again. Um uh, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to, you know, parallel that with the main timeline and, and I just don't get it. Do you get it? Well, get what? Like the parallel? Yeah. How how do these relate? I mean, what's going on? You know, like you said, you know, the on the main timeline, a plane crash gives him the use of his legs again, and this alternate timeline, a plane plane crash takes his legs again. Yeah. But in terms of his relationship with his father. I don't understand the parallels. I don't understand what... It seems like the relationship with the father, I'm guessing, I don't know, because we didn't really get to see any of it, but I'm guessing that his relationship with his father was different. So you think it was just probably better up until that point? Yeah, I'm assuming. Okay. I mean, I could okay. be wrong. It's it's hard to tell, because we didn't really get to see it, but... Yeah. Um, uh, like, once, once, once Anthony, once he took Locke's kidney... He didn't. He didn't spend time with him anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he just. He just. Uh, he just. Uh, you know, conned him into helping him, and then you know, and then eventually just put him in the wheelchair. Um, yeah. But he didn't. He didn't go on these like excursions after he was done with the kidney con. But do you even think the kidney thing happened at all in the alternate time? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't even think that happened. Because yeah. basically what I'm saying is if it did happen, I don't think he would have been in this situation. Yeah. You know, I don't think he would have gone with Locke on, on, a, on a plane if he had already taken his kidney. Well, so I'm just wondering if maybe he didn't con him out of a kidney, but he still needed his kidney. Yeah, so he could have been in the middle of it, and that's when it happened. That's definitely possible. But I think 
I don't think Locke has any reason to hate him mm-hmm. in this at this point. Yeah. That's what I'm inferring at least. Yeah. So it's a weird it's a weird story. So it seems like what he got was, you know, a good relationship with his father. Um but uh but I why guess. have the guilt of of this accident? What's why is that part of this this reality for him? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I really don't think these realities represent, you know, exactly what they want. Like their wish fulfilled. I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I think I think there's more to it than that. I mean, I, I think they they have that element at times, but I, I don't think that's that's that could been consistently true. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's usually a downside if it's even a good side. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe maybe what he wants is a good relationship with his father, but it leads into this accident. So the downside is now he's got this guilt. Yeah. The same with like Desmond. Desmond gets Whitmore's approval, but right. he doesn't have Penny. Yes. You know. It's sort of like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, you know, Jack is saying, you know, he doesn't know how to let things go, and I'm thinking that's obvious by the fact that you just tracked down, you know, you know, went to went to uh, Bernard, and then you went to T. Hansley, and it's like, yeah, it's obvious you don't know how to let things go. Yeah. Yeah, this is so, this is so uh, early season three Jack when he wouldn't mm-hmm. let anything go. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, let it go, Jack. Yeah. And then they said it out loud. Mm-hmm. I can't let things go, so why don't you let things go? Yeah, he's like, I hope you go first. I don't know, show me how it's done. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, um, when they originally had the suicide letter uh, uh, that locks in where it said, I wish you had believed me, Mm-hmm. I remember being disappointed that it wasn't, I don't know what I wanted, but that it was just so kind of vague and kind yeah. of, you know, lame. But actually now now it kind of works because it's such a vague statement that it applies in a lot of situations. Yeah. So much about this show is about trust, you know. Yeah. It's about trust and having faith in somebody else, and, and, uh, and that's really what that was about. Yeah. I, like, it bothered me how unspecific it was, but... But I think, you know, now they can play around with it. Yeah. Because it can apply to so many different situations. Mm-hmm. And so so it looks now it looks like a good choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they can they can use it here and uh and it works. Well they say hindsight is um you know, uh, I don't know, some specific <laughs> you don't remember the but, exact uh, figure. I don't I don't remember the exact figure, <laughs> but uh they say they say something about hindsight. Right. <laughs> I think I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could help. I can look it up on Wikipedia or something. But hindsight sixty forty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably something is. close. Yeah. Hindsight's <laughs> worth a thousand words. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> um. All right. You want to go to the last scene? The little. It's, it's pretty quick. I guess I'll just say it, and we can just continue to talk. Okay. Um, we're back at the dock at the Hydra Island. Locke tells Claire the sub sank, but not all of them are dead. He grabs his pack and gun and heads out to finish what he started. Another lost line. <sighs> then oh. lost. Yeah. 
Clean up my mess. Yeah, clean up my mess, exactly. <sighs> so I think it's interesting how he can sense who's dead or alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty crazy. It is. That's the yeah. kind of thing that made me think he, you know, he might, you know, he might, there might be something to the idea he gets stronger or something. The the, the, the fewer people who are on the island are oh. the fewer candidates who are there. Like, mm-hmm. he, can, he can, you know, he can sort of sense that or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm wondering what would happen. I don't want to see this. I'm wondering what would happen if all the candidates are dead. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you can be like, I can go now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, uh, I can go now. <laughs> I can go now. Yeah, I hope he says that. Oh, that is... The island's done with me. The island's done with me now. Um, yeah, I don't know what would happen. I mean, I feel like the island itself, like something would happen with the island itself when Jacob and the Ollie candidates are gone. Like there would be something that would actually happen physically with the island. I don't know what, though. Yeah, like I like for me, this kind of, it calls into question, I guess, like you said, this, there's still the plane in play, but like the sub's gone. I mean... Mm-hmm. No one's leaving on the sub. Um, and the plane can easily be taken out of commission. So, I, I mean, it's looking less and less likely there's going to be a vehicle. Like, I, I guess I was wondering if maybe he was lying and he actually can fly over the water. He just can't leave because of the candidates. Mm-hmm. And so if he did kill them, he might just, you know, take off. Yeah. And waft away. But do you, I I I wanted to believe something that like if if all like if if all the candidates are dead and Jacob was gone that somehow he'd get his body back. Like, would, would do you think he'd revert? Do, oh. Would he still be in smoky form? Like, like I don't I don't I don't I know see. if he still have that smoky form. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. And he could just like, maybe maybe he would just be stuck like Locke, but not able to transform into Smokey. Maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know why he can in the first place. So. Well, yeah. Besides the fact that he bloody can. Right, right. <laughs> Do you need more of a reason than that? <laughs> I bloody don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, I guess I didn't imagine him ever not being smoky anymore. I guess I thought sort of the thing Jacob did to him was irreversible. Mm-hmm. He was just smoky forever. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. But um, but your thing seems plausible too. You know, it it just it just nullifies the process, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But then it seems to me like he would just die or something. I don't know, yeah. If he was just a man. Yeah. But since his plan know. wasn't to leave with them all together, it it just makes you wonder what what he actually wants to do as far as leaving. Yeah. Is he planning to just leave by himself? I still wonder where he's supposed to be going. His old house in Toledo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously. Right. House he grew up in. Mm-hmm. Right off of Main Street. Wow. There's still a Main Street there? 
Oh yeah, in the uh, historic district. Historic. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm I'm sort of out of things to say about <laughs> what would happen with Locke uh, once they're all dead. Uh, I don't know if we'll see that or not, but um, I don't really know. Yeah, I think I think you're onto something though. The fact that he keeps talking about, you know, he was keep he was always talking about leaving with them. But it's probably exactly, you know, obviously that's not what he wanted to do, but um, that seems to be, you know, specifically true. This this idea that he you know, he, he would always, he seemed to, to say a lot of the things he wanted to happen and what he really wanted was, was the opposite or something. Right. Right. It just makes me reevaluate what's, what his end goal is. Because mm-hmm. obviously he was lying about some stuff. I mean, I don't think he was lying that he wants to leave. I mean, we saw him say yeah. that in a private conversation with Jacob. Well, if, if, if Man in Black doesn't want to leave the island, you know, <laughs> I don't know what show I'm watching. <laughs> Yes, yes. No, I'm I'm absolutely convinced that he wants to leave the island. Yeah. I just I I guess it it doesn't seem as straightforward as it did when I just thought he wanted to get everyone on a plane and leave. Mhm. So, I'm curious. Also, like it is kind of weird to see to see him sort of just in action, just kind of shooting at people. Mhm. And like, you know, he breaks the guy's neck. You know, it's just it's weird to see him just be like a normal, just a normal kind of, I don't know, badass guy. Yeah. As opposed to smoky form, mm-hmm. you know, which obviously can do a lot of stuff, but like we get a lot of like action lock in this. Yeah. It's cheaper on the effects budget. <laughs> there goes that cynical clock. <laughs> <laughs> Cynical or realistic? <laughs> no, I mean definitely realistic. <laughs> I'm just saying is all, you know. Give yeah. Terry O'Quinn something to do. All right, all right, all right. That's true. It's it's just it's still knowing that he can do more than that. It's it's yeah. weird to see, you know. Yeah. Um, I like I, I get it in the scenes where he's talking to people and they have him running around sometimes, but. You know, especially because they, I mean, they show him impervious to bullets and stuff. So he's still, he's still more than human. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Is he more human than human? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. All right. Too far. Too far. Too um, far. One of the things I think we might see just in terms of a, a sort of long-term prediction is, um, is an actual shot of Locke turning into Smokey or Smokey turning oh. into Locke. I, I'm wondering if they're saving that. Yeah. Yeah. If they're going to show it, I think they're definitely saving it. Yeah. Because uh, they've, they've dodged it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I, I think uh, – I, I really don't know what that would look like. I, cu- I could also see them never showing it. Yeah. Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically. What do you think? Five minutes to extend the time by sixty minutes. Press star eight. Um. Yeah, I think I can imagine it. I mean, you know, it, it, to me, it, look, it would sort of look like what would happen when he when he scanned Richard. You know, like the column would sort of coalesce into a sort of vertical shape, and then uh, you know, and then condense until. 
it, it starts to, you know, the black the black smoke color condenses into having an actual outline of Locke, and then it, be, you know, sort of fades into looking like Locke. Mm-hmm. And that's just a general idea, of, you know. I've seen people morph before, you know, so. <laughs> uh, this ain't my first morph seeing. <laughs> <laughs> I've met other shapeshifters, all right? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I mean the all I have too. I the all I've I've seen Deep Space Nine. I just the the only reason the only reason I find it hard to imagine is that Lost has never shown anything like that. Yeah, you know they've always shied away from that the entire run of the show. So it will mm-hmm. be kind of surprising to see an actual transformation. Yeah, I almost feel like they need to. I feel like they. I feel like that that's a nice reveal that can save for the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to have to do something. So at this point, I mean, any thoughts on where they're going from here? Like, I really don't know. I mean, at this point, all the people that Jack's with, um, except for Kate, I mean, they're candidates, and they know that Locke wants to kill them. So he's going to have a hard time. I mean, what's he going to do? That's strange, and it seems like, it seems like the best he can do is set them up to die or convince other people to try to kill them. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know. I, I'm, you know, can can he not just uh, knock down a tree and have it fall on them? I guess not. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, oh, that's what I was gonna say earlier. This whole idea of not being able to kill the candidates, I almost feel like it's just a contrivance that they wrote into the story. So that Smokey couldn't have just killed everyone from the beginning of the show. <laughs> this whole idea about the rules, I feel like the rules only exist because it's, it's better for the – not that there won't be a real reason for it, but I feel like the real reason for it is that it's better for the show if the villain can't just kill all of the all the heroes right away. Uh, yeah, that would be the obvious question. Like, if he could kill him now, why didn't he kill him in the pilot? Yeah, exactly. Like he easily could have just gone on the beach and killed everybody. No yeah, problem. and then somebody somebody asked that to Carlton and Dame, and they're like, uh, uh. because of the rules. <laughs> and they're like, what rules? They're like, the rules we're writing right now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So then then uh, this conversation probably happened. So so we're going to have these rules. We're going to have to have a reason for them. and mm-hmm. And then that turns into part of the story. Yeah, that turns in the backstory or however the, the the initial setup of the island and Smokey and stuff, how that came to be. Like, I figured, yeah, it'll figure into that. But I think you're right, though. That's that's. I mean, they've had that a lot of times. I mean, I think the contrivance of Smokey not being able to change forms, I think, was just so mm-hmm. just so they you know we wouldn't be questioning if everybody was Smokey um, that we see and and you know the 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 spring not working anymore, you know, because it would yeah. be it would be a cop out if they just had this thing that just heals everybody that they can just go to. So they didn't want that available. So I think yeah, they they definitely do stuff just to make the story work. Mhm. So, in terms of where the story's going here, it's, you know, it's anybody's guess. Um I I feel like uh, I feel like, I don't know, what do I think would happen next? Something like, I feel like Jack and his group would want to, they're going to have to find Richard in that group. 
So, uh, you know, you know, either they just happen upon each other or Jack says we need to go find them. Uh, part of me wants to think they would try to go find some sort of shelter, you know, some sort of, like, protected place, like the temple maybe. Not that I think it's protected anymore, but they might think it is or something. Mm-hmm. Um, part of, yeah, part of me thinks they would want to regroup somewhere. Uh, but Locke is sort of headed towards them, so they don't have much time. Um, yeah, it's so strange. I mean, don't forget Widmore's still in play, too. He's still alive. I know. I know. So, did, oh, wait a minute. Did did the Lofties, did, did they wash up on the Hydra Island or the main island? I don't even know. You know, I kind of get, I just, I guess I just sort of subliminally thought it was the main island, but but I guess it would make more sense that it's the Hydra Island. I thought it was the Hydra Island, but I don't think they made it totally clear. Yeah, I don't think they did either. If it's the main island, then I would say, yeah, they're going to meet up with Richard's group pretty soon here. Uh, and if it's the Hydra Island, then I would say Woodmore is going to come back into play uh, immediately. Yeah. And, um, and, well, and then there's Desmond, too. Oh, they're, that's what they're going to do. They're going to go get Desmond. They're going to have to exactly, go get Desmond. Jack's group is going to go get Desmond. That's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, there it is. Okay. That was easy. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what Desmond's going to do to Locke? Hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> It's going to be good, whatever it is. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like God. something like, you know, you know, Locke turns into Smokey and wants to try to kill them. But if Desmond's there, then somehow he can... Um, I don't know. It's almost like if, if if the idea is that Desmond can absorb electromagnetism without getting killed, then maybe he can sort of absorb Smokey or something. You know, Smokey has some you know electric lightning bolts that go through him, and so maybe maybe that's maybe he's part of maybe that's part of him too. You know. Yeah. So maybe somehow Desmond can can uh, I don't know absorb Smokey or I don't know I I can't that's what I can't picture is what's the face off between Desmond and Smokey look like. Yeah. I I can't picture that either. That I. I just have no idea what Desmond is supposed to do. Yeah. And then there's still the pockets of electromagnetism Zoe mentioned. So maybe, yeah. you know, maybe Desmond is supposed to go to one of the pockets and, um, gonna say claw. <laughs> yeah. Like all I can imagine, I mean, the best, the best I can think of is he, he somehow harnesses and channels the electromagnetic energy and, he becomes like electromagnetic man and just starts like shooting. Don't say he starts zapping <laughs> electromagnetism out. Come on, we're not gonna go that far, are we? <laughs> well, probably not. But that's that's all that comes to mind. I just <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see Ernest goes to jail? Uh, yeah. I'm that- a- like that's basically what I'm envisioning. <laughs> okay. I don't remember it, but uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. He 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 gets struck by lightning or so, like he becomes he he starts to get the ability to just like shoot lightning out of his hands. Mm. So it was a documentary. It was, yeah, it was a, <laughs> very realistic. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Desmond's going to do, but... Um, or maybe they'll shove him in the electromagnetism. Maybe. Like, push him in it? I don't, I don't know what that's supposed to do, but... You know, he's he's he can't go oh, maybe. Through. Go ahead. I was going to say, maybe, yeah, maybe if there's a well or something that, that's dug pretty deep and it's close to one of the pockets, maybe, you know, maybe Desmond could, gra- could grab Locke and then take him down there mm-hmm. and then hold him down there and, like, you know, and, and hold him until the, where the pocket is and then that'll kill Locke or something, but Desmond will survive because he can, you know. Or maybe, right. maybe, the, maybe he won't survive, but the idea is he could survive long enough yeah. because he's got this power. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Ugh. <laughs> it still sounds weird. I... <laughs> you push me down a well, brother. I'll push you down a well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, suffice it to say, I can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm, I'm... You sure you don't want to take a week off next week? No, you know what? I, I'm going to say no more weeks off. No more weeks off? All right. Let's go straight to the end. This is I the say, home stretch. I say we wait a couple months to watch the finale. I say we... <laughs> I say we let the season cool off. And no. then we watch... <laughs> it's cool enough. <laughs> oh, and it's just heating up. That week off was 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 the season cooling off. Yeah, yeah, it was. This is this is the final run, and I just I just I don't know. I guess I guess I'm not surprised, but I also am a little surprised that you know the fundamental stuff about the show I'm still really clueless about. Mm-hmm. And and also I don't really know where the story's going. I mean, yeah. I have some vague sense that, you know, Locke wants to kill the candidates and they have to stop Locke from leaving the island and the alternate timeline has to realize their connection and I don't know what else. You mm-hmm. know, I have some vague sense of where things are going, but, like, specifically, I really have no idea. Well, I think, I feel like they're they're in line for at least one more Dharma or island weird, you know, uh, weird supernatural tech, techno something uh, mm-hmm. structure or device or something. I feel like there's one more mystical plot device that, that will come into play here, oh, like okay. the donkey wheel. Like, like another lighthouse. lighthouse kind of thing. I feel, like we, we, I feel like we should get at least one more of those, one more interesting little thing. Okay. Uh, You're probably also, right. Yeah, I'm also wondering if the losties in the flash sideways will somehow affect the the takedown of Locke in the main timeline. Yeah. I can't imagine that they won't. I mean, they spent a huge portion of the season on that, and mm-hmm. if if they don't, I'm sure they're going to tie it in somehow, and I, I feel like it'll tie in in a way that matters. Like, what if somehow the, the, the losties in the flash sideways make it to the main timeline island? Blah! You know, so and we then, have like two Jacks and Sawyers, and well, maybe only the ones who are dead come back or something. Oh, okay. Like there's no overlap, but but uh, or duplication. There's overlap instead, and then 
And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a bad theory. But I'm just wondering if somehow, you know, he can he can be full, you know, it can be the sort of, the twist is that there, you know, he thinks he kills all the candidates, but here's a whole other group of candidates that that get back in time. Or then there was your theory that they're gonna they're gonna trap Smokey in the Sideways universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of sort of relates to that. Um, some some transfer of, of personnel between the two timelines. Yeah. The two the two universes. Yeah. So you can go to the Sideways universe and just. I don't know what. His home should be there, too. Should be. Maybe he can just go home there and be happy. (laughs) Happy smoke monster. Everybody got what they wanted, even Smokey. Even Smokey. Happily ever after. Yay. That might be a twist twist ending for Lost. That would be a twist. If all the people who are left end up happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Home at last. Mhm. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait to see what happens. But um Yeah. Well, this has been a fairly short podcast for us. Yeah, especially for this um, season. Yeah, I think the fact that there's there were less scenes in this episode because a couple of the scenes were just a lot of action. Really long, yeah. Listening yeah, to really the description was like scenes. Exhausting. It was so, you know, not, not as much discussion when there's there's fewer scenes, but um, basically, yeah, a lot, and and also like in action scenes, there isn't as much to talk about. Cause yeah, do you think do you think Jack gave Saeed the the bomb? <laughs> yeah, because I saw him do it. Oh, okay, all right. Anyway. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, pretty good. You got anything else you want to talk about? I'm just going to shrug off for the moment that whole you talk to him so you're with him now thing. I mean, it, it seems like it seems like all they got out of that was, you know, just that little line with Jack saying I'm with him. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, it doesn't – I mean, I never got the sense that Jack was somehow influenced by him in some ridiculous way. It seemed like yeah. Jack was just doing the thing he thought he should do. Yeah, the little that line from Claire did not really come to fruition at all. Yeah, I mean, especially since very shortly after Jack jumps off the ship. Yeah, and then as soon as he talks to Locke again, he immediately is telling. Because you know, I was wondering about that. Like, if you want to leave the island, why go with Locke's group? But of course, he just ended up there. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, it's interesting that. You know, and then he immediately tell Locke, tells Locke that, uh, you know, he's not leaving. Yeah. And the whole time, Locke is like, fair enough, Jack. I understand your position. All right, well, I hope you just, you know, the whole time. He's, you know, he doesn't say, I'm going to kill you if you don't join, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he just says, okay, fine, 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 until the last minute, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew he wouldn't be able to let him stay, so I was uh I I I actually thought it was gonna be different. I thought it was gonna be about him having to force Jack to come and that mm. was that would be sort of the point, but yeah, I was wrong about that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it was a very enjoyable episode, very exciting, but yeah, it's definitely uh less uh 
less stuff to talk about. Yeah, and it might be that way, you know, for the rest. You know, there's going to be probably less plot and more action from this point on. I yeah. Can imagine. Yeah, to a certain it extent. Seems like, it seems like the next five hours are just like one long finale. Yeah, um, I, I feel like the finale's already started. Yeah, I feel like this was the beginning of the finale, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, any time the Losties are on some sort of vessel thinking they're leaving, it, it's a finale, right? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, if main characters die, it's a finale. Yeah. They don't usually do that. Crazy. Um. All right, well. But, you know, there's also that season six retrospective, so if you haven't listened to that already... It's uh, it's there. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely check out our uh, season six retrospective about the first thirteen episodes of this season if you already haven't. Uh, that we posted earlier this week, and um, that's about ten or so hours of lost lowdown this week. That's that's pretty good, I think. Yeah, it'll do. Yeah, it'll do. <laughs> Uh, as, uh, you know, as, uh, Ms. Hawking would say, God help us all, uh, in terms of, uh, how long our, our finale podcast is going to be. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Don't even know. I, I'm afraid. Clear, clear your schedules, boys and girls. <laughs> yes. Yes. Plan to do nothing for at least a week. <laughs> Yeah, it was still pretty. It was pretty deep in the summer that we were still getting messages about people finishing last year's. Uh, oh yeah, finale podcast. I think. Oh one, yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think uh, I think some people got uh, you know were able to make it make that finale podcast last a long time. Yeah, I think this one will be like that as well. I I really can't anticipate, but it's. I mean, it's an overall show thing, I, I'm sure there will be plenty to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there will be there will be plenty to talk about. Uh, it will be the entire series, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, but, once uh, again, I'm just, it's really, uh, it's really hitting me, this, this big show that it's, really obsessed me for a long time. It's just ending. It's really, really, really close to ending. We're going to, we're going to find out the biggest secrets there are about this show really soon. Mm -hmm. We're going to know what the Island is. Yep. Any day now. We're going to know who Jacob and the man in black are. Probably how the man in black got that way. Yeah. Why his mom is crazy. Why his mom is crazy. Crazy mama. Crazy mama. Those growing pains. Those growing pains, yeah. (sighs) Maybe by that he meant Leonardo DiCaprio had to move into his house. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) See, I had growing pains. See? Get it? Get it? Yeah. Uh, let's, we can all hope that it's that good, right? <laughs> yes, we can. 
All right. So, anything else about this episode before I know we wrap I it up? Um, no, I guess not. We will be back next week. We surely will. For more podcasting, and a week after that, and then it's the finale. Yep. Yeah, I hear there's going to be like five or something, or six hours of Lost that weekend. Oh, it's a lot. It's insane. yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get the schedule and and uh, you know talk about it on the podcast what's playing when. But I what, do you know off offhand? I know I know some of it. They're gonna um, they're gonna replay the pilot on Saturday, I think, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then uh, on Sunday I think there's gonna be I think there's gonna be two hours of recap. Ooh. So yeah, because it's the whole show. They're gonna recap. Yeah. And um, that's going to be a great recap, you know, because like I said, the the previous recap before season six of the, just the way that they streamline the story and tell yeah. you the major points, it's just interesting to see. Yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting to see them recap the whole thing <laughs> thus far, you know, in two hours, you know, get, yeah. get all of Lost in two hours. Right. It'll It'll probably be, it'll probably give you hints about, how to interpret the story yeah, and how to see, you know, what the key moments were and how you should view things. I, I definitely found the recap before this season to be helpful Yeah, to understand what the point was. Cause it, it's, you get, there's a lot of details on Lost. We spend a lot of time talking about them and I, I point in the right direction. Yeah. Like a lot of times I get lost on what the overall story is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's two hours of recap and then the finale episode, which is now two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's a post show hour, I think, uh, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel doing it. And I think mm-hmm. David and Carlton will be on there and, uh, man, I, they can, they can, they can finally do an interview and not be coy. Yeah, that's true. It'll be interesting to see them, you know, I wonder if they'll just be coy by default and be like, oh, wait, no, we can actually answer this. I don't know, Carlton. Uh... <laughs> what do you think the island is? Oh, you guys saw the finale? Oh, okay, well. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be kind of crazy. Yeah. Although they are kind of bunkering down and sort of trying to – Trying to say that they're, you know, they're not necessarily going to have a press conference where they answer all the questions that people have. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, because um, they they could spend a long time doing that. Yeah, probably. So yeah, I think I think in total it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be something like looks like about five and a half hours of lost stuff on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. In addition to the pilot replaying on Saturday. That's a lot of loss. It is a lot of loss. It's almost like a, a lowdown podcast. <laughs> almost. But, a, but actual loss stuff. You know? Right. Yeah, that's the difference. Wow, craziness. Craziness. Very craziness. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. As always, we'll be back next week. Um, Until then, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.